MMR's President Seed Podcast is brought to you by Acme. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program. Acme Markets. Fresh food, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show Podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's News Update with Kathy Romano. Today is Friday, August 25th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. A scowling Donald Trump posed for a mugshot Thursday as he surrendered inside a jail in Atlanta on charges that he illegally schemed to overturn the 2020 election in Georgia. The booking photo instantly becomes part of the former president's legacy as he confronts criminal charges in four American cities while seeking to reclaim the White House. His aide swiftly seized on the image, fundraising off the first mugshot in American history of a former president as a representative of the persecution they contend Trump is encountering. His opponents, meanwhile, are likely to use it to remind voters of dangers in electing a president facing dozens of felony charges. Trump was released on $200,000 bond and headed back to the airport for his return flight home to New Jersey, flashing a thumbs up through the window of his sport utility vehicle as his motorcade left. Unrepentant but subdued after the brief jail visit, he again insisted that he did nothing wrong and called the case accusing him of subverging election of results a travesty of justice. Before Trump's plane had crossed North Carolina. His campaign was already using the image to solicit contributions on a fundraising site. And for the first time since January 8th, 2021, he made a post on X, formerly known as Twitter, issuing a fundraising plea on the platform that prevented him from using his account after he helped spark the violent insurrection at the U.S. Capitol. Maui County says it filed a lawsuit against local electric companies over damage caused by the devastating Maui wildfires, including one in Lahaina Lahaina and uh, Kula. The lawsuit alleges that the Maui Electric Company, uh, Hawaiian Electric Company, Hawaiian Electric Light Company, and Hawaiian Electric Industries acted negligently by failing to power down their electrical equipment despite a National Weather Service red flag warning on August 7th. A red flag warning, according to the National Weather Service, means warm temperatures, very low humidities, and strong winds are expected to combine to produce an increased risk of fire danger. The deadly wildfires that erupted on the Hawaiian island of Maui on August 8th killed more than 100 people burned thousands of acres and destroyed more than 2,000 structures. I was watching a piece on this, and a lot of the homes in the area ha- are equipped with this um, sort of regulator, and it, it meters the uh, the grid basically from each, each home as part of the grid, and they have a point at which they can pretty much determine when, when it sparked out wow. and caused the fire, and there are a couple of ring doorbell cameras that caught, it? That caught what they believe was the start of all this. Wow. Officials say the blaze spread rapidly due to the very dry conditions stemming from the drought combined with powerful winds. The lawsuit alleges that the down energized power line ignited dry fuels such as grass, grass and brush causing the fires. An official cause of the fire has not been determined. More than 1,000 people remain unaccounted for according to officials. A separate class action lawsuit was also filed on Saturday against Hawaiian Electric that alleges that the company inexcusably kept their power lines energized despite forecasts of high winds that could topple power lines and potentially ignite a fast spreading blaze. Hawaiian Electric provides power to 95% of Hawaiian residents, according to the company's website. A lot of students and their families typically look forward to -to back-to-school shopping, but this uh, inflationary economy is putting a damper on spending. A new survey by ScoreSense reveals inflation in impacting school spending for 67% of parents. A lot of families are struggling, but they're saying there's good news. The best time to shop in New Jersey is actually this weekend. So there are some sales tax-free, some sales tax-free holidays in August. So 
people can take advantage and shop on those days. New Jersey's sales tax holiday runs Saturday, August 26th to Monday, September 4th. Retailers in the Garden State should not charge you sales tax on school supplies, including computers, with a sticker price less than $3,000. I used to love to go and uh, shop and buy protractors and compasses and things I would never use. Yeah, yeah, of course, yes. Yeah, what do I want to throw at somebody at school? Oh, um, yeah, and so you can make perfect yeah. circles on your... Um, you make uh, like a spirograph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, sports and recreational equipment, including ballet and other dance shoes, are also part of the sales tax holiday. People are also being warned uh, about back-to-school scams. Beware of prices that This are- isn't a real protractor. <laughs> well, no, I think they're talking more like computers oh, okay. and stuff. But yeah, I know, that's what I was thinking. I was like, wait, <laughs> they're scamming people on pencils? Um, beware of prices that are unrealistically low. If you think they're too good to be true, they probably are. Use a credit card when making online purchases. Purchases and not a debit card. Credit cards come with fraud protection, including the right to dispute charges and get your money back. I think most of us here are aware of uh, what the Trapper Keeper was, and oh, I was yeah. always so excited to get one. But, yes. But the reality is, I wasn't organized enough to actually ever use the Trapper oh, Keeper properly. Me oh, either. You, yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, the, uh, the folders and the, uh-huh. the, the different sections in there, mm-hmm. I made a feeble attempt at it. Yeah. And it just did not work. Oh, I used you, to have you to know, s- you know, mine was uh, like flawless. perfect. I was like, here's yeah. my science papers, and here's my math papers. Kathleen, just the best. The trapper keeper yeah. was like a dream come true for right, me. I was yeah. like, Look, we can organize. You're so organized. <laughs> I, I only just recently figured out how to organize papers. Like you know the uh, the yeah. uh, the files I have on my desk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I finally figured that out. <laughs> well, now you should go in back my fifties. Now I'm, you'll crush it. Now I would kill it. <laughs> go get your trapper keeper now. You're right. <laughs> Do they have an adult version? You know what they. They don't, have, they don't have, um, like, the Trapper Keepers for the kids now are, like, they're not, I feel like they're not as fun as what we had. No, but they also, I, the kids are all digital these days. You know, yeah, like, my true. kids all that's had, like, true. their Chromebooks. And, yeah, 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 that's true. Jesus. Yeah. They, they don't even use lockers anymore. Yeah, I, my locker right. was an avalanche every time I opened it up. Oh, yeah. It was a disaster. I didn't get a locker. I found a small, uh, like, a skeleton, a wow. human skeleton. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I didn't get a locker until I was in high school, so. Uh, so, Jay starts in sixth grade. That's that's this is the first locker year. And press, you said the kids don't sixth grade they have lockers. Yeah, wow. You said that they don't use them anymore, so they they actually require the kids to go to their locker. I think um, so that they do use it and that they're not carrying okay. everything around. So they're sort of trying to get them. They're encouraged to, use to keep it. their weed in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like Bender's locker <laughs> yeah. and, uh, uh, and the Breakfast Club with the guillotine. The I love that. I had I had pictures, all kinds of stuff. It was uh, it was a it was yeah. your space, man. Absolutely. You know, it was your only dedicated space home base that you had and in then high school. Randomly, for some reason, your lock would stop working. Yeah, yeah and it was <laughs> annoying as hell. I oh. still have my original uh, uh, padlock or really? uh, uh, combination lock. Yeah, from yeah. Uh, all the way through. My, I never lost really? mine through junior high and I high school. Only the gym locker had an actual padlock yeah. you could bring with you. The other lockers had the had lock built into the. Yeah, lock. no, yeah. ours we had to have because you would run down the hall and everybody had their uh, <laughs> uh, their locks hanging. But yeah, I still have my same one, and I've thought about finding a way to because I don't remember the combination. Oh, you don't? Oh, yeah, but yeah. I, I, it's it's a master lock. It's a classic one. I wonder if there's a way that sure I can find out the combination. Hold on. Sure. Is it, okay, so so this is what, and I ju- I actually just tried this because we bought a lock for Jace for him to practice. Mm-hmm. So, and this is what I was told when I was younger: if you forgot it, you 
you put it next to your ear and it will put to like a little click. <laughs> yeah. Really though. They show I, that in well, movies. No, I tried it with the one. No, she Jay, says, see, Jay suspended from like, the wait, ceiling I, like yeah. Mission Impossible. No, I literally was like, right, shh, shh, let's see if we hear it. No, we didn't hear anything. No. So yes, you're supposedly you hear the tumblers rolling. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden I'm in my I'm in. The eagle has landed. <laughs> Uh, you can't crack the code that way. But I'm, I'm wondering if there's a way I can contact Master Lock and find Of course, out, yeah, there's got that. to be. You are Maybe. not the only person who's looking to get a, a combination from a lock they have. <laughs> Although yeah. one time I remember I put a lock on a girl's uh, purse as a joke. <laughs> so funny, aren't I? Well, it wasn't my lock, and I didn't know the combo. Oh, no. And <laughs> they ended up just using... Uh, my insulin's in there. <laughs> no. No, it was just She's a lock. Dead. Yeah. I didn't lock her purse shut or anything like that. I just yeah. put the lock on her purse, oh and they God. had to cut it cut off. Cut it off? Yeah. It was smart. Sorry, Jamie. Casey Fossey, <laughs> you're sentenced to 11 years in prison. <laughs> I did it. It was, one of those things. it was one of those things where you did it, and the second the joke was complete, you were you like, were like, why, why did I do that? Uh, why did I do that? It was not a fun joke. No. <laughs> All right, let's do sports this morning. <laughs> In preseason football, Indianapolis rookie quarterback Anthony Richardson helped the Colts beat the Eagles 27-13 last night at the link. What no, the f*** is this? No starters on offense or defense, including Jalen Hurts, saw action for the Eagles. Backup quarterback Marcus Mariota completed one of two passes for 21 yards in one series, and he finished the preseason 17 for 30 for 164 yards with an interception and four sacks. Rookie sixth-round pick Tanner McKee and likely number three quarterback was 19 for 34 for 158 yards. It was the preseason finale for each team. The Eagles start the regular season on Sunday, September 10th, in a 425 game in New England against the Patriots. The Phillies were off last night and welcomed the St. Louis Cardinals to town tonight for a weekend series. With 35 games remaining in the regular season, the Phillies are in the top spot for the National League wild card, two games wow. ahead of the Chicago Cubs. Christopher Sanchez will get the start tonight, and the first pitch is set for 705. We'll see what the weather does. And the Union return to the pitch tomorrow night with a regular season match against D.C. United. The Union are in third place in the East with 12 wins and 40 points, while the United have eight wins and 30 points. The match will begin at 730 in Washington. And that's what I have for you this morning. Hey, Kathy. Yes. Happy birthday. It's Kathy's birthday today. Thank you very much. Uh, Anything special? Just morning margaritas. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Kathy mixes up these iced uh, coffee contraptions or concoctions in the morning, and all I hear is sloshing of ice going around behind me in the office. I I assumed it was, and I'm like, are you mixing margaritas over there? (laughs) No, just coffee. Just coffee. By the way, uh, who came in the other day? I forget who it was, but they're, they're, they're talking and they're talking to me. I'm sitting at my, my desk and they look over at your area and they go, 
whose desk is this? Because it's beautifully appointed with little, little you know, plants. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, the whole thing. Whose desk is this? Little Take a guess. Tones yeah. and stuff, yes. The espresso maker. The espresso maker, all this stuff. Well, we wish you a happy Thank birthday. Uh, we got a special show planned for you today, Oh, yeah. Kathy. Yeah. 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 Uh, our good friend, former Philadelphia Eagle, Connor, Connor Barwood. Yeah, I, do, I do love Connor. He's awesome. He actually requested he heard about your birthday. Uh, he he's, come today. He's going to come by in the 7 o'clock hour because to make the world better benefit concert is coming up. Uh, we also have a comedian, Jared Freed, who's going to be performing, or actually he's promoting his Netflix comedy special. Uh, so we'll talk to him. We had some leftover stuff to give away, so we'll have a chance for you to win some goodies. We have some solid stuff, including at some point we do have a pair of tickets to see Sting and Shaggy. We spoke to Sting the other day. Are, are you going to go? Um, I need to check that date. I think it might be the same day as the... Um, Duran Duran concert. Oh, I'm taking care uh, of that too, Okay, so, yeah. Uh, which we had planned ahead of time. So anyhow, uh, I don't know, but I would like to go see that. Uh, nonetheless, we have a lot to get to. It's not just Kathy's birthday. Like you have, you have a great birthday. Like tons. Yeah, I know. Yeah, of really cool. Famous yeah. people celebrate birthdays with you, Kathy. So uh, we have that. The entertainment report. The stupid question. All that stuff is coming up in just a moment. So we'll take a break and we'll come right back with it. Stay right there, my friend. What's going on in the world of rock? You'll find it at WMMR.com, your one-stop outlet for all the rock news you need to know. WMMR.com, where FOMO goes to die. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Window Nation, you feeling the heat, mm, are you? High temps aren't the only thing that are getting you hot under the collar. Wait till you see those energy bills. The solution, call my friends at Window Nation for new energy-efficient windows. And right now you get 50% off any style window. Bows, bays, double-hung sliders, 50% off. Plus zero down, zero payments, and 0% interest for 24 months. And this week only, you can receive an additional 10% off. 866-90NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them we sent you. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, reminder, by the way, the President's Eve Cooling Caravan with Duncan is headed out today. Very cool. Uh, so a couple of locations we'll hit. We'll uh, check in with those guys and see where they're going to be and uh, spreading the Duncan love this morning. Uh, we're going to ask a stupid question now. We're going to give away a $100 Steven Singer Jewelers gift card. The question that I oppose to you is, what is the NATO phonetic word for the letter J? Mm-hmm. 215-263-WMMR. What is the NATO phonetic word for the letter J? J215263 WMMR call. If you know the answer, I'll mention these birthdays today being the 25th day of August. We'll start with Tim Burton celebrating birthday. 
great, great, great director. Super yep. talented. Turns uh, 65 years old. Obviously, we're playing the uh, uh, Pee Wee Herman, uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure music, but also Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Edward Scissorhands, Coraline, Nightmare Before Christmas, Big Batman. Fish, yeah. Big Fish, bunch of stuff. So, actually, um, he got the Batman gig because of the Pee Wee's really? directing. They said, yeah. we need somebody who's got a bit of vision to him. Yeah. And then, obviously, that was... Uh, that was the right call. Like, how do you do dark and colorful at the same time? Yeah, yeah. Well, he, he did it. He did it, yep. Wait, He's... Coraline the uh, animated? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he that did was it as a well. great movie. Right? Fra- uh, Frank and Weenie. So creepy, yeah. but really good. I love that movie. Yeah. Yeah, so he is 65 today. Billy Ray Cyrus. Oh, my God! Yes. Now, listen, I know that uh, Cheddar Wiz recently won the mullet competition, but Billy Ray had one of the greatest mullets in the history of mullets. Uh, On that line, the achy breaky, the line dance. Yep. You couldn't escape that friggin' thing. And this was like, for whatever reason, I loved this song, and like, I would listen. I think I've listened to that song the most in my entire life. Achy breaky heart? When I was a kid. Oh, my God. I swear. Like, it would come on. I think I might have had on, like, a a tape. Can you do the line dance? Uh, I, I mean, at the time, I don't yeah. know if I remember it now, but yes, it's it very was, complicated. And like, it's I like look, wandering. But I look back now, and I'm like, really, great ER. <laughs> uh, he's 62 today. Claudia Schiffer, the supermodel, is celebrating her 53rd birthday. She's one of the OGs, right? Um, oh, yes. yes, most definitely. So, happy birthday to Claudia Schiffer. Uh, it's Elvis Costello's birthday oh. as well. Uh, Elvis turns 69 years old. Huge fan. Um, uh, he is one though that. Uh, you don't quite know what you're going to get in concert, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, I love a tremendous amount of his stuff. A uh, lot of musical birthdays, today. We'll move right into Rob Halford of Judas Priest. Oh, yes. I got something for you. All right. <laughs> Screaming for vengeance. I love his Christmas album, Preston. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. But he's one of the greatest rock screamers of all time. Uh, he is 72 years old today, and Steve, it's your buddy Gene Simmons' birthday. That's today. right. Yes. Happy birthday! I'm so honored to share that birthday with Kathy Romano. Yes, this is true. <laughs> Another Gene. chicken aficionado. <laughs> And Kathy, our birthday buddies. I saw him, Preston. It must have been a, a promotional film or video done when they, the first time you saw the band's faces, Sans makeup. Yeah. And I, I remember that all the, there was so much promotion behind that. And then yeah. the second you saw their faces, you said, put the makeup back I know, on. I know. <laughs> when, what I used to love is uh, in the rock magazines like Circus and Cream and stuff like that, they would have pictures of them with their makeup off, but they would be holding the magazine yes. to their face. Yeah, yeah. And you would just see like an eye, and that was it. And you'd be like, <gasps> oh my God. You kill? I can almost see what they look like. See Ace Freely's chin. Yeah. Uh, Ellis Costello's birth name is Declan McManus. Steve, do you know what Gene Simmons' oh. birth name is? <sighs> it's a very Jewish, yeah. ethnically, uh, I, uh, what is it? It's Heim Witz. Oh, Heim I was going to say Heim something. Yeah. yeah. He was born in Israel. That's yeah. right. Yep. And uh, so he changed his name. I don't know if anybody else in the band, you know, Paul Stanley and Ace Freely. Uh, Ace, those, that can't be his real name. That can't be his real name. No, no, right? no. It's uh, Asens. <laughs> Paul Daniel Freely. Okay. Nickname right. is Ace. Yeah. Paul McCartney's real name is Levi Lipschitz. Oh. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that. Well, you've learned it here yeah. on the Preston and Steve show. Uh, Gene Simmons is 74. It's Tom Skerritt's birthday today. Great, oh. great actor. Crap, I missed that one. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're you know, the, I got you. Okay, thank or, you, man. Or? Or, cheers. Hold on. Casey's got some special yes. music for you. No, 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 no. Uh, cheers or, uh, no, I'm going to do top we'll play five. the theme to, d- to Dead Zone. 
Uh, wait, what was he on Cheers? He was uh, he, uh, Robin. He no, no, not Evan Robin Drake. Cole, Evan Drake. That's yeah, who it was. Um, he dated the, or, or Rebecca was very interested in many seasons. Obviously, he was a Viper in Top Gun. Goes back to Mash, uh, Mash, and uh, Alien. Um, Ted. Steel Magnolias. And Ted, yes. Uh, Contacts. A lot of great movies throughout the years, and he's celebrating a 90th birthday wow, today. Dude. Yeah, yeah. So still at it. Happy birthday, Tom Scared. Uh, Rachel Ray shares right. a birthday with Kathy, and yes. uh, Kathy has uh, spent some time with Rachel. You come Ray. around on a Rachel I have Ray. Come around on Rachel Ray. Mm-hmm. I really liked her a lot, and yes, we uh, when we were together, we did talk about how we had the same birthday. <laughs> Did her house burn down a few years back? Oh, um, I don't know. She live in like Luzerne County or something like that. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know. Okay. Maybe. Uh, a couple other quickies here. Blair Underwood, who was on, yeah, L.A. Law. Good looking dude. L.A. Law, Rules of Engagement, Sex and the City. He's 59 years old today. Uh, Steve, a member of the cast of The Deer Hunter has a birthday. John Savage. Yes. Uh, turns a year older. And John. didn't do the right thing, and uh, he's a great actor. He's, uh, yeah, he is a good actor. He always, he, he plays kind of that, that he's in his zone, but yeah. The, yeah, you would recognize him. Yeah, he's 74 today. Uh, Anthony, now I'll bring this guy up because I just love this character. Mm-hmm. He's an actor named Anthony Heald, uh, and in The Silence of the Lambs, he plays Dr. Chilton. Yeah. Uh, who is where Hannibal Lecter is being kept in the uh, asylum, and he's the... the Pompous. Yeah, he's the head of himself. the... I, I, I love that character. Uh, and he's the guy who's, uh, I'm going to have an old friend for dinner <laughs> yeah. at the very end. Uh, so he is 79 years old today. Uh, great guitarist by the name of Vivian Campbell. Ah. Who's played with a bunch of people, including uh, Def Leppard, who is currently with, but he played with Dio, Whitesnake, and uh, he's a shredder for sure. Is My brother real- was a fan. Okay, is his real name Vivian? I yeah, believe so, I believe yeah. so, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's one of, you know, like, there are some guys that have, like, a name like Vivian or Gail. Or yeah. Levi Lipschitz. Or, or Levi Lipschitz. Or, or, or Tracy, yeah. Casey. Like that. Or Casey, yeah. too, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Vivian is 61 years old today. Uh, then you have Jeff Downs, keyboardist. Um, he was uh, in Asia, we're hearing now, and now it plays with Yes from time to time. I'm a, I'm a super group. Uh, Asia was yeah. worked for me, man. Uh, and he was in the first video ever aired on MTV because he was the guy playing keyboards in Video Killed the Radio Star yeah. by the Buggles. So he is uh, 71 years old today. Uh, Alexander Skarsgård from True Blood. One of oh. the 14 million Skarsgårds. Yep. Yeah, yeah. No, I got something else for you, though. Yeah. Who is he on uh, he's Succession? He's the guy that they're trying to, he's trying to buy the company. Oh, that's the this, dude. Yeah. The Swede guy. Yeah. So he's, uh, what's the the Vikings show that he's on? Norseman or whatever it is? Uh, he's in a movie called The Norseman. Northman, yeah. Northman, that's yeah. All right, a movie. Uh, I like him in, uh, I'm watching Succession. I'm almost done. I've got like four more episodes to go. And, uh, yeah, he's a, he's a douchebag. You know what? He plays one very, very well. I'll recommend the movie The Northman. It's actually okay. really good. Uh, so he's 47 today. Um, and then besides Kathy Romano, who's 35 years old today. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, there's, uh, Casey's sister, Jody. Hey! Celebrates a birthday today. But I'm saving, uh... You, you share a birthday with a, a stunning individual, Kathy. It's Blake Lively's birthday. Oh, yeah. uh, and she is 36 years old. What a list. Uh-huh. Of that's, a, that's a stellar list. And you know who else was on there, but uh, he has passed away. But Regis was also. That's Regis. right. Oh, 25th. Oh, yeah. oh, I'm with you now, sweetheart. I'm up with heaven and happy birthday. Also, Sean Connery and... Uh... Yeah, yeah, Sean Connery's up here, too. Sean Connery Is was... Sean around? Can he yeah, say hi? It's, it's great to talk to everyone down <laughs> Regis is a pain in the ass. 
William Friedkin's birthday. Is he up there, too? Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> all right. Happy birthday. He's not stinking like we do. Happy birthday, all of us. All right. Let's, God bless us, everyone. Let's see if we can get a uh, an answer to the stupid question. The NATO phonetic word for the letter J. We want to find out what that is. We're going to go to, we have a couple of Adams on the line. This is the first Adam in. Adam, whose last name starts with an M. Yo, Adam, good morning, buddy. All right, Adam, the uh, phonetic word for the letter J, please. Juliet. Juliet is correct. You got it. Hang on the line, buddy. We'll get your information, and we're going to set you over the $100 Steven Singer Jewelers gift card. Steven's giving away free diamonds, sort of. Anyone who purchases a real diamond engagement ring, whether it sells for $500 or $15,000, Steven is giving them one e- a carat lab-grown diamond, and you can buy a real diamond from a real jeweler that you can trust. Steven Singer Jewelers. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com. Visit his showroom in Center City, Philadelphia. My dad used to drill us on the phonetic uh, alphabet, you know. To I, it. I know most of it. Yeah. I used to know all of it, but yeah, it's just kind of a neat little it thing. Is neat. All right, so we're going to start with this. Kevin Hart is using a wheelchair after a friendly foot race with a former NFL player went bad. Well, you know, I I, I had a uh, an injury from our skipping contest yeah. here. Yes, it can happen. Absolutely, he shared with his Instagram followers on Wednesday uh, that a forty yard dash against uh, Stevan Ridley led to his injury. <laughs> And he captioned this video, and we'll play some audio from this. He wrote, uh, 44 and sitting my ass down. I got to be the dumbest man alive. What the F am I doing? I blew my S. I'm done. And then he wrote FML. What does FML stand for? F my my life. life. F my life. All right, so we have a clip of him talking about what happened. Here we go. I'm in a wheelchair. Why? Well, because I tried to go out there and do some young man stuff, and I was told to sit my ass down. (laughs) Shouts out to Stephen Wiley. I'm going to put this story out there before you do. Me and Stephen, we got into a little debate. This debate was based off of who was faster. Steven said, Kev, ain't no way you're going to beat me. Steven is an ex-NFL uh, running back, played for the New England Patriots. We get out there, we go run the 40-year-old dash. Tore my lower abdomen, my abductors are torn. I don't even know what that is, but I tore them. I can't walk. Uh, he said, he believes it's uh, to his advancing age. He said, to all my men and women out there that are 40 years old and above, it's not a game. Respect that age. <laughs> uh, and he said, respect that age, or that age will make you respect it. I was just 40 to respect it and this is just a public service announcement because I know people may see me out and I don't want you to be alarmed but I am in a wheelchair. You know the funny thing is is he's in very good shape. He works he out all the time. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but he was pushing it. He was hard. pushing it, yeah. Well, you know, you get to that age and mentality wise you still feel like you're 18 <clears throat> but your body's like no, 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 I'm totally in my mid 40s right now. I love hate watching videos where like it's usually like guys uh, after drinking for a few hours decide to have a a foot race, and I just oh, yeah, I just yeah. watched oh, one last I, I week love them. where this dude's just head got a little too far yeah, in yeah. front of his body, and he went down like a ton of bricks on pavement. And then you just hear him going, ah, ah, because oh. he's just got road rash all I, over his body. I forgot what comedian it was who was in here, and he was talking about turning fifty years old. And he said, you know, if you if you all of a sudden turn real quick and you and you pull a muscle and you go. That's going to hurt for a year. Uh-huh. <laughs> that is going to hurt for a calendar year now. Yeah. I did. Yeah. Not long ago, I was just reaching up to grab something or whatever, and I turned my head, and I got a little crick in my neck. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I could just tell by the way it felt. I'm like, that's 
two months. That's going to bother me. Personality, personality, and died this morning, <laughs> reaching for cereal. <laughs> yeah, it's like at twenty five, you could like jump off a building and be yeah. like, oh, and now you sleep on the pillow wrong, and you're like, my mm-hmm, neck. Mm-hmm. That's what happens. <laughs> um, by the way, uh, following Hart's revealing post, Ridley posted his own response on his Instagram Instagram story, apologizing uh, to the actor while also teasing him. Him, he said, I saw Tom Brady do it at your age, so I figured you had the juice too. <laughs> Wow. But he said, my bad. He said, heal up and keep making us all laugh. Did so. they catch us on video? I hope they did. I hope it's going to. Not it's that I like know of. Tom Segura, when he said he could dunk on a uh, on oh. a knife. But now, <laughs> ended up breaking his leg. Yeah, he'd like. Yeah, he tore his ACL and Oof. then dislocated his elbow. Wow. Oh my All right. Uh, a couple of other stories. The stalker who interrupted an event in New York City on Monday night where Drew Barrymore was speaking was uh, also detained near her home in Southampton, Long Island. Deadline reports that Chad Michael Busto was going door to door and asking for directions to Barrymore's home. She yeah, that's not going to raise suspicion. She lives in Southampton? Yeah. I didn't know she that. She got a house, and she got a house in the in the city as well. Uh, further investigation led to his arrest on Thursday. Uh, Barry Moore was rushed off stage by Renee Rapp earlier this week when Busto interrupted their conversation and yelled out, "Drew Barrymore, I'm Chad Michael Busto. You know who I am. I need to see you at some point while you're in New York." He I, has he, previously I, been arrested, by the way, in California, Georgia, yeah. and Texas, and has been known to stalk Amber Heard as well. So his thing is, he has he has something he has to tell you. Right, that's his thing. What? But it's like even in the first, you know, you who's a chocolate drink, yeah. not chocolate milk. Okay, yeah. thank you. Mm-hmm. So Florence Pugh had a small but memorable role, memorable role in Oppenheimer. Pugh. That was pretty big, actually, but... Okay. Yeah. Uh, she played Jean Tatlock, the real-life lover of J. Robert Oppenheimer. Uh, the actress revealed in a recent interview that uh, the film's director, Christopher Nolan, apologized to her about the size of the role. Uh, she said, I didn't really know what was going on or what it was that was being made, except I knew that Chris really, really wanted me to know that it wasn't a very big role, and he understands if I don't want to come near it. And I was like, it doesn't matter. Even if I'm a coffee maker at a cafe in the back of the room, let's do it. There are no small roles, just small actors. Isn't that the saying? Uh, still, Nolan wanted her to know that she could uh, back out if she wanted to. Uh, she said, I remember he apologized by the size of the role, and I was like, please don't apologize. Uh, recalling when they met in New York while she was filming A Good Person, and then he said, we'll send you the script, and honestly, you just read it and decide if it's like I completely understand the sizing thing. Pew. And I remember that evening when I got the script being like, I don't need to. I know I'm going to do it. So, uh, but yeah, there, and she's indicating it was a smaller role. Well, there's a sex, was, she's part of a, yeah. a oh, fairly lengthy sex scene, right? She's naked a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, there's uh, moments where they're like sitting across from each other having naked dialogue. Doesn't uh, the atomic bomb blow her clothing off? It, no, she's already gone at that point. <laughs> okay. But uh, I mean, uh, she, for the time that she's in it, <laughs> and if, so you, if you know history, then you know what. <laughs> happens to her character, which is not a character, it's a real person. Would it have ruined it if during that detonation, she her clothes blow off in like in Betty Boop fashion? <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Oh my God. That's not accurate! Mm. Uh, people reports that Pete Davidson and Chase Sue Wonders, is that how you say her name? Sue yeah. Wonders? Uh, have gone their separate ways after less than a year of dating. She was the one in the vehicle that when he was 
drove it into the side of the house. Right. That was the whole part of the deal. Uh, source told the outlet he's single again. He's out and about and doing really well. Uh, this comes after the SNL alum voluntarily checked himself into rehab in June. Uh, so, yeah, he just, uh, you know, he can't find one that sticks. So, we'll see. Uh, Jessica Alba was speaking to Entertainment Tonight and said that uh, communication is key when it comes to her relationship with Cash Warren because they've been together for 15 years now. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. So maybe Pete <laughs> Davidson needs to take a little bit of yeah. information from her. She said, um, I think that sometimes it's over communi- communication. Sometimes oh, it's shut up, woman. under communication. Uh, and she said, sometimes it's, I need my space. I'll talk to you later. When I need you, I'll say, I miss you. Will you come back? And it's about always communicating how you she, feel. Commun- she's right. Uh, Jessica Alba's right yeah. on uh, communication. What her, her company, her billion dollar company uh, is, is it Honey? No, Honey was the movie that she was in. Uh, honest? Honest. Maybe that's it. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, like a holistic or, or uh, from the earth right. kind of uh, child care products, right? And, and more than that, I guess. Like, yeah, and yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, car care products. I saw this interesting. Uh, I follow this uh, therapist on Instagram who offers up these uh, little nuggets of advice. And there was right. a really cool one uh, talking about, you know, people say marriage is 50-50. It's like, you know, yeah. equal parts. And they were like, no, it's not, actually. Like, uh, they, they speak to their, and they were, she was talking to another person who says, my husband and I, um, I, I'll come home and I'll be like, I've only got like 20%. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's exactly right. And, and I need to, I need you to pick up 80%. Yeah. Uh, you have today. to communicate the fact that you yes. have 20%. And, I think uh, that's a great exercise. Yeah. And it's never going to be 50 I, I need a prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, that's yeah. not, oh, that's yeah. not what they're saying. That's not no. a percentage. Oh, oh, no, no, no. You're not kidding. <laughs> I need 60% prostitute. <laughs> No, the, yeah, that's exactly right. I like that. Yeah, video. I think it's a that's a cool way to uh, 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 to discuss uh, how you are that day, what your what your stress level and, is, what your ability is, and you play to your strengths. Today's yeah. like you know, some days like if, if it's something that we're doing together, I'm going to take the lead on it. Yeah. It's, it's not going to be a fifty fifty all the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, my wife had a long day yesterday and into the evening, uh, and I I had to pick my son up. He was at a school, and as I'm on my way home, I got a text from her. It just said, "I'm laying down." Please don't wake me up. And I was like, that's all I needed to. And so I had to communicate that to Seamus because sometimes he goes and has like romper room time with the dogs, you know, right. and that'll wake everybody up. But I was like, okay, you need to communicate this to me and let me know ahead of time that, like, honey, I got your message. It's- got it. Are you? I got your text. <laughs> I'm not going to wake you up. Uh, yes. And that was very considerate of you to By the way, I love Reggie. <laughs> The dog. And Fozzie. And Fozzie. Uh, so, by the way, her husband, Warren, said on a recent podcast, uh, you can go months when your energy is just off. It's not like you're actively fighting over those months, but your energy is off. Uh, just having the patience to know that eventually it starts to come back together and your energy starts to get back aligned. Shut the f- <laughs> so, uh, it, it, Cash, I assume is is a, is a is a nickname or a right. I mean, he's, he's I don't know. Is his, was he actually baptized named Cash? Or? Maybe I knew somebody had a dog named Cash. What if it was Cassius? And it uh, could be Cassius. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. And Cash is his nickname. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Jace had a friend named Cash. Really? And that was his that born was his name, given name. Cash. Okay. Yeah. What was that Richie Rich's dog's name? Uh, Dollar. Dollar. Not Dollar. Yeah. I thought it might have been Cash. Uh, no. But uh, Chris Pratt shared photos to Instagram on Wednesday, showcasing the embellishments that his daughters gave him during a recent no. makeover. I saw this. Uh, in one selfie, the star looks <laughs> solemn with sequins strewn across his forehead. <laughs> and he showed off his messily painted blue nails in another photo with pearls dotting his face. 
<laughs> and he wrote in the caption, uh, all I have to say, uh, Jack would never do this to me. You didn't um, watch uh, Parks and Rec, I did, did you? but that's a reference. Well, yeah, and, and so uh, Nick Offerman ends up uh, in, in one of the later seasons uh, dating um, uh, Xena, the warrior princess. Uh, I forget the actress's <laughs> name. Uh, and Lucy Lawless. Yeah, and her daughters do that to uh, Nick Offerman outside, and then Chris Pratt is a part of that scene as well. It's very funny. Okay. Uh, by the way, it's some true. of the great, great bloopers, or, or at least outtakes, are Chris Pratt's from the uh, oh, yeah. uh, Parks and Rec series. He makes everybody else laugh. Yeah. In a moment that left fans cheering, Samantha Jones, portrayed by Kim Cattrall, made a dazzling comeback to the sex and the city universe in the season two finale of Max's revival and sequel, and just like that. I know you... You couldn't stop talking about it. I'm a Samantha. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, I'm and I'm Samantha. a Carrie. <laughs> I have sex with everyone. While her cameo was brief, it packed all the charisma and glamour that fans had been eagerly anticipating. We have a clip of the scene, right? Yes. Okay, let's play this. Here we go. Hello, London. What's shaking, lady? My flight's three hours delayed, Carrie. I won't be able to make it there in time. In in time for what? The Last Supper. Miranda and Charlotte told me all about it. I was going to surprise you. Oh, my gosh. Well, you did. I'm very surprised. Wait a minute. You, you were flying all the way to New York for an overnight? Well, it is your apartment, and I have to pay my respects. Uh, so she's, you know I'd move heaven and earth to be there, you horse-faced mutant. <laughs> uh, so she's on the phone during this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They didn't have to be they, they face No, they, they, uh, they okay. couldn't get them together. Uh, so according to this article I read, uh, Control's portrayal was as captivating as ever. Oh, yeah? And Samantha's connection with the original show was palpable. Uh, the brief exchange was a nostalgic reminder of the chemistry between the characters that had made the original franchise so beloved. Did you write this yourself? Shut the f*** up! I'm just making this up as I go along. Uh, the past differences seem to fade away, according to this uh, So that was her one and only. She's made it clear yep. she's not coming back to the series. Yep, that is it. So she is uh, she's uh, ducked in and made everybody happy about it. Uh, Barbie has superseded Super Mario Brothers as 2023's highest grossing movie in North America, according to Variety. I have not seen I it. I really want to see it. I, I want to go see was it. I trying it. so hard to convince Jace to go with me, um, and he refused. Well, I, come on, it's a movie. No, no, no. no. I'm I, saying, I, I, what do you oh, expect? Yeah. I know. I, I, like, I made a face at Kathy. I, I'm like, what I, do you I, I said, I'm like, we can go see Ninja Turtles. Let's go see House of Fog and Sand. No, no, no. <laughs> but I really wanted him to go with me. Um, but the, the whole day didn't work out. He didn't necessarily say no, but it was like definitely going to take some convincing and like a lot of candy and popcorn. It uh-huh. is. It is. Uh, uh, a really, really cute, well done movie, well written, and uh, and there are just some really funny scenes, especially with uh, like as they're just Ryan sort Gosling, of, right? Ryan Gosling is, is apparently he's supposed to be phenomenal. He's and he man is he in shape, but uh, uh, he's great. Like comedically, I was like, damn, Ryan Gosling is really funny. Yeah, I didn't, you know, I'm like, you're too good looking to be funny. Uh, uh, so yeah, we definitely got to get out and see that movie. So, <laughs> but it is uh, the film has brought in more that it brought in five hundred seventy five point four million dollars at the domestic box office so far. Just the domestic box. Did you guys see the Mario Brothers movie? I I didn't. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, did I see that? Yeah, yeah. Heard it was fun. Yeah. You know. Um, So... Steve, no surprise to us, but on Tuesday's episode of the Vice docuseries Dark Side of the 2000s, former Bachelor producers admit... To psychologically wrecking contestants to make better TV. Now, we knew this going all 
the way back mm-hmm. to we we there's a friend of the show who was on maybe the second Bachelorette or yeah, whatever. Internet? Right, so, right, and and so they she told us. Filming almost routinely happens at three o'clock in the morning. They make sure that there's lots of booze. They, they, you know, they make sure that they suggest things behind the scenes. It seems like this person has it out for you. Yeah. So they're completely orchestrating. Like it. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's her. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Internet. Yeah. Uh, she was on The Bachelor. She was one right. of the many ladies right, right, that yeah. was vying for the dude, whoever that was. But it was one of the early, and she was from the area. Yeah. And used to come by our show. Ran like I don't even know how this happened, but my brother is like pretty good friends with. Oh her. no, she, she's a realtor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, so, is that what it is? It, yep. yeah. Ah, okay. So former producer Michael Carroll said that they would uh, learn contestants' backstories and, quote, wield them like a weapon. He yeah. added that they pulled strings to make woman, women cry on camera. He said we had a lot of tactics on how to get a girl to cry on camera. Everyone Kathy. had their own shtick. Preston doesn't believe you're 35. He said, <laughs> uh, you had to go for the hot buttons, he said. And their dad left them when they were eight years old or they were left at the altar. Yeah. And that is how you want to be on The Bachelor. Is, so is anyone shocked by this A no, and B? No. That's that's the cornerstone of reality television. Now, a lot of people, the average public, might not realize it, right. that they're that they're doing these scenes, because they do what's called um, Sculpting. Uh, Franken-editing as yes. well, where, they, where they, they, they cut together they you know a reaction on someone's face that was not to what they're actually reacting to right. what's being said at that right. moment. And they, they play with these things, and some people don't realize that that's all done in editing. A lot of times when they see dissatisfied with an answer, they've just actually farted. That's, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's it. Oh. That's the look on their <laughs> face. They just ripped one. <laughs> yeah. Alright, one last thing. Uh, Deadline reports that uh, Meghan Markle's Suits series has been on top of the Nielsen streaming chart for six weeks in a row. Yeah, what the hell is up with the Suits resurgence? You know, I mean, 20 billion viewing minutes. Somebody, you remember, Nick, you were a big fan of Silk Stockings. Yeah. Uh, it, it was a sexy series. Yeah, but and, I, I didn't and, have any other options when right, Silk Stockings right. was on. Was but like, I, I think it's just they, they push it. Like, for whatever they're reason, pushing they're it. pushing it. So it, it is, the at the, it is yep. on the front page. It is the first suggestion, whether that's in your wheelhouse or yeah. not, for whatever reason. On that front page of Netflix, there's a, a real hot uh, woman, who, and she's in her bra and panties, and it's a sexy shot. And I, I brought this up on the show a few weeks ago. Apparently, she's in one episode. That's it. <laughs> oh, she's, yeah. she's a love interest, I think, maybe even in the first episode or whatever. Uh, but it's good advertising because it grabbed my attention. Do you know, uh, has some, I mean, Meghan Markle herself has yeah. a ton of of uh, sexy scenes. Nice. I uh, didn't get that one. My uh, screenshot, uh, Nick, is it's just hit. two guys in, in suits. Same, yeah. same. Uh. And but I want to ask, did it work? You should get Nick's service. Have you guys clicked on it? At yes, all? I, I did. Ended up, I did as I well. Watched the first episode and never went back. Me too. It <laughs> uh, now holds the second most amount of viewing minutes over the six week stretch, knocking Wednesday down to third place. Stranger Things maintains the number one spot following the release of the show's fourth yeah, season. Yeah, that'll change the, the second. New Wednesday episodes come out. Yeah. All right. So new movies opening on a Friday. Here we go. Oh, oh. changing oh. it up. You. Happy birthday. For a listener who emailed in yesterday, it was her birthday and wanted us to change that up to yeah, the old so. one. So there you go. Happy birthday. All right. So movies opening today. Bottoms. It's comedy starring Rachel Sennett, Havana Rose Lou, and Kaya Gerber. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, two quirky girls, PJ and Josie, decide to start a fight club <laughs> as a way to lose their virginities <laughs> to cheerleaders. Uh, their bizarre plan works. 
The Fight Club gains traction, and soon the most popular girls in school are beating each other up in the name of self-defense. But PJ and Josie find themselves in over their heads and in need of a way out before their plan is exposed. It's an hour and 28 minutes long. It's rated R. It's a limited theater release, and it has a 99% (laughs) rating at Rotten Tomatoes. So, uh, Kaya Gerber is Cindy Crawford's daughter. Mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. All right, so also opening today uh, is Golda. It is a uh, biopic, or biopic, if you prefer that pronunciation. Stars Helen Mirren, uh, Liev Schreiber, and Camille Cotton. Uh, Golda is a ticking clock thriller set in the tense 19 days of the Yom Kippur War in 1973. Israeli Prime Minister Golda Meir is faced with the potential of Israel's complete destruction, must navigate overwhelming odds, a skeptical cabinet, and a complex relationship with the U.S. Secretary of State, Henry Kissinger, with millions of lives in the balance. Uh, it's an hour and 41 minutes long. It's rated PG-13, limited theater release, and it has 49% at Rotten so Tomatoes. when they originally said uh, Helen Mirren would be playing Gold in My Ear, I'm, I'm like, eh, I, you know, they're going to have to make up her, and they did. So, you know, and I don't know, Bradley Cooper got all this complaining about, um, you know, the... Uh, Leonard Bernstein thing, mm-hmm. and they, so there's clearly a lot of prosthetics on her. Did they big she, nose her? Well, she looks like Golda Meir. You know, they did oh, a good God. job. I think it was the nose thing yeah. that, for some reason, pissed some people off. All right. Also opening is The Hill. It's also a biopic or biopic. Uh, Dennis Quaid, Colin Ford, Joel Carter. Growing up in impoverished in a small town uh, in Texas, uh, young Ricky Hill uh, shows an extraordinary ability for hitting a baseball despite being burdened by leg braces from a degenerative spinal disease. His stern pastor father discourages Ricky uh, from playing baseball to protect him from injury and to have him follow in his footsteps and become a preacher. As a young man, Ricky becomes a baseball phenomenon. His desire to participate in and try out for a legendary major league scout divides the family and threatens Ricky's dream of playing professional baseball. Two hours and six minutes long, rated PG, and wide theater release, Rotten Tomatoes score 33%. Quick and then, question, who's been in more baseball movies, Kevin Costner uh, or Dennis Quaid? Wow. <laughs> it, might, it might be Dennis well, Quaid. Dennis Quaid was in The Rookie. Yeah. He was in this one. What else? There's another one uh, in between The Rookie and this, and I'm trying to figure out what it, what it was, Preston. Okay. The Nookie. The Nookie. A little bit of a, bit of a turkey. Dogs <laughs> and stick it up your yeah. Yeah. Right. Then finally, Retribution is opening. It's an action mystery starring Liam Neeson. Yeah, he got away from the action movies. Yeah. Matthew Modine and M. Beth Davids. Uh, when a mysterious caller puts a bomb under his car seat, Matt Turner begins a high-speed chase across the city to complete a specific series of tasks. With his uh, kids trapped in the back seat in a bomb that will explode if they get out of the car, a normal commute becomes a twisted game of life and death as Matt follows the stranger's increasingly dangerous instructions in a race against time to save his family. It's an hour and a half long rated R uh, wide theater release, and it only gets a 24%. Well, one of the things is, is that during the movie, you know that the only place he can eat is Sonic. That's it. He's got to stay in the car. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah you get, they get the uh, curbside service. All right, we got clips to play. In Bottoms, two nerdy high school girls start a fight club. We were just talking about this. They try to get laid. And in this clip, uh, Ayo Ayo. Edibiri. 
I believe is how you say the last name, talks about mixing filmmaker <laughs> Emma Seligman's <laughs> unique style with the raunchiness of classic teenage comedies. Here we go. Emma, who has done like this sort of like internal cool queer comedy, um, like taking that voice and mixing it with the movies that we grew up loving, kind of like funny, weird, raunchy teen comedies, stuff like Scott Pilgrim, cult classics, like but I'm a cheerleader, sort of just like mixing all those things together and making this beautiful little freak show. Yeah. Uh, she yeah. plays. She's in the bear. She's Sam. Yeah. She, I love her. She is so adorable on yeah. that show. She's fantastic. That's her character's name, right, Sam? Yes. Yeah. She's wonderful. Uh, Bottoms is playing now limited no. theaters. Yes. And- Sydney. Uh, Sydney. That's yes. it. I'm sorry. Uh, and everywhere starting next week. Yeah, she's great. All right, next clip. Here we go. The Adult Swim series Metapocalypse is back for a single feature-length movie called Metapocalypse Army of the Doomstar. And here co-creator Brendan Small talks about the decision to revive and conclude the series after 10 years. Death Clock was asked to headline an Adult Swim Fest, and a, and a pretty big one, so we were excited to do it. And then after that, we, you know, conversations started getting had about potentially closing the, the show out with, with a movie. And uh, that was very exciting to me, the idea of doing a movie rather than a miniseries or any other incarnation, but a, but a proper kind of three-act movie. I don't give a f***. Uh, Metapocalypse Army of the Doomstar is out now on digital and Blu-ray. Check that out. So that's our big, chunky entertainment report this morning. It's for Kathy's birthday. And a lot to give us a special one for Thank Kathy's you. birthday, most Perfect. definitely. All right, let us take a break. we got a lot to get to today, gang. Our first guest is arriving. Our friend uh, Connor Barwin will be by here shortly. So we'll chat with him, and we'll move along through this Friday morning. We'll be right back. Stay with us. As the kids get ready to go... Back to school here at 93.3 WMMR. We're once again honing our skills in the art of alphabetizing. MMR's Back to School A to Z returns. It's a can't-miss annual tradition where we play back thousands of different songs alphabetically by title. It's two weeks' worth of no-repeat hits, album tracks, those oh-wow songs, and many titles of dubious artistic merit. Preston and Steve kick it off next Thursday at 9 a.m. MMR is back to school A to Z. From the station that doesn't feel tardy, 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Our next guest has a pretty straightforward goal, which is to make the world better. Uh, and is well on his way. He's been doing it. And he's uh, stopped by many times. We're happy to welcome back once again, Mr. Connor Barwin. Hey, good morning hey, to our show. How you doing, man? I'm doing very good. I'm doing very good. It's good to see you guys once every, every year. I come in here and talk about <laughs> I this know. show. It's great. You I all know. look great. Yeah, thank you. That's wonderful. It's Kathy's birthday today, so she's yeah. shining. Yeah. Happy birthday. Happy yeah. birthday. Well, she's shining. So she's 21. She's going to have her first beer later on. <laughs> first margarita. Yeah. I've been to the show in the past, Connor. It's an awesome concert. I think it was uh, pre-pandemic maybe 2019 uh, and uh, I saw Strand of Oaks uh, that year Future uh, Islands I think yeah, yeah. Future Islands yeah. yeah who's on the bill this year hey was it, before you asked that uh, was it at the Dell at this, it was, yeah. at this venue because I've had, driven by it and yeah. I've never been there for a show before it's fantastic it's like the opposite side of the river version of the it, man yeah. yeah yeah, it looks it great actually, it actually was the original man there's yeah. some interesting history really? uh, I didn't 
been around that, a it was really long known time. as Uta Man. Well, yeah. that was so that was Del River East, and this was Del River West, right? Yes. Yeah, and um, and they so they're like sister venues or whatever. And yeah, it's it's a great venue. It's a really cool place to see a show. And uh, yeah, so who is who is on the bill this weekend? So it's Alex G, uh, who's from Philly, is headlining with Always. So um, it's gonna be an awesome show. The Dell is 5,000 seats. It's outside. Looks like it's going to be a beautiful night. It's the 10th year we've been wow. doing this show. It's it, incredible. It's wild because even even with what you are bringing to it as far as your notoriety and everything, to sell a show like this that is an, an eclectic mix of different artists and so on and so forth, you know, it's, it, it can be problematic. But now the event is the event. You know, like it, it's reached that status. Yeah. We, yeah. And that's very cool. It's got to be gratifying. Thank you. Yeah. No, it, it, is, um, it is hard to... Sell 5,000 tickets. And we've been able to do it the last few years. It started with the War on Drugs, the Future Islands, uh, Japanese Breakfast did it last year, and now Alex G is doing it. And he's from Philly, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Can I ask about the artwork for this uh, poster? It's uh, it, it has a picture of a girl with her hands covering her ears. She's screaming, ah, and there is a parrot flying in her face <laughs> doing the same thing, screaming. What What is that? I, I have no, no You don't idea. know? <laughs> no. No, idea. no, no you, I have no idea. Uh, this was totally run by the artist, but you know, okay. you should, who's the artist? The Al, I mean, Alex G. And there, and, and uh, always it was a, it was a, it's sort of a co-headlining tour. So okay. they've been on tour together all summer, and sort of we got put put in their tour because they wanted to do something special okay. here nice. in Philly. Right. So we had nothing to do with the, this artwork. But if if you come to the show, I can introduce you, and you can ask them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell's with the bird? No, I love stuff like that. I love weird, you know, for no. A particular reason, reason. yeah, That's just randomly it. done up. I love that type of stuff. Well, so with with these uh, with these artists, uh, you know, and obviously you said this is a cold headlining thing that's already been going on coming to town. Uh, you have a very eclectic music sensibilities. Uh, do you, is this something that now you've you've let other people help decide, or is this is a lot of this just your personal taste being reflected up on stage? Well, I think for for the most part, it's always been indie rock shows, which is right my. Uh, what I like to go see for the most part, but no, it's, it's a collaborative effort. I mean, booking shows is so hard because schedules are so hard. Oh, sort of that's why like, we're having the barbecue in, in September. Yeah. It, it's, it can be tough with with different conflicting schedules. Exactly. So so I'm, I'm very much a part of it, always been a part of it, but there's a lot of people involved. Um, Alex G, is, it's cool to have this show because I, I met him when I was playing for the Eagles in 2014, his first show he ever did at Union Transfer, and I remember huh? meeting him backstage and getting, getting to know him a little bit, and so been trying you know, been trying for years to get this show and then to finally have it this year is, uh, is going to be great. Yeah. Nice. All right. And I mentioned, obviously, the Make the World Better uh, Foundation. Uh, you guys, uh, you rebuild parks. You do all kinds of great things. What are some of the projects you've been working on? Lately? Yeah, so we're, we're still, we're finishing up Vera Rec Center, which which uh, we've been working on for over a year now. Construction is a 20 plus million dollar project Oof. in Gray's Ferry. It's it's freaking almost done. I wow. would I would tell people to go on our Instagram and see it. It'll be the best rec center that's been built in Philly. 20 plus mil. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know, a lot it, of fundraising. Uh, yeah. a, lot of, a lot of good partners involved. I always think of you and, and the good work that your organization does. Well, you know, sometimes you'll pass a a park that's in disarray and you're like, you know, that is a missed opportunity, mm-hmm. you know? And so that's what, what all of this, uh, you know, it, it does mean something. And you help, you know, focus on that. What an important aspect of that is for generations. Well, I, I think, I think 
sports yeah. concerts bring people together and really parks and every kid deserves a safe place to play and, I, and I'm so proud of the projects we've done because I believe we, we've partnered with community in the right way and they've been sustainable I mean the other day you know I was driving by Ralph Brooks Park at 20th and Tasker it is freaking packed every weekend <laughs> with people. I mean packed it's yeah. insane and since we uh, were part of you know revitalizing that park there hasn't been a single problem at 20th and Tasker at that park in like eight years no unbelievable and it's just because sports community building all of it brings like a tight uh community where everybody yeah. knows each other and holds each other and accountable they be, they and just become knows protective. Sort of what's, what's yeah. allowed and yeah. what's not allowed and it's been really cool to see and really happy for for everybody down there that's why it's great to turn it over like the m night Shyamalan, his his organization he says okay here's the funding you know what yeah. you need do what you need to do. This is the exact than having, same sort of model. Right. Exactly. A bureaucrat come in who has no idea what's going on there and try to take care of the problem. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Well, outside of the uh, uh, the concert, which, by the way, is uh, tomorrow night at the Dell, and uh, tickets, you can just get them at Ticketmaster.com. Look at the Make the World Better Benefit concert. Uh, but we got to hear about this uh, Kelsey documentary. Yeah. Um, and you were a producer on this, right? Yes. Uh, <laughs> yep. Uh, me and Kelsey. <laughs> He's about to take a drink of water and then he's not better on it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess you, I call myself an executive producer. I'm still sort of figuring out what that means. But Money. Me, me and Jason. Yep. Me yeah. and Jason. <laughs> um, we had this idea two years ago because we thought he was going to retire almost two and a half plus years ago. We thought he was going to retire. And, you know, we got together and we're like, well, maybe we'll, you know, start filming stuff outside of the outside of. Uh, the facility at home. So we hired a filmmaker. We hired Don Argo and Sheena Joyce, who I, when I first moved to Philly, I watched the doc, The Art of the Steel, and always loved that doc. What the heist doc, Sheena Joyce? Yeah, Sheena's awesome. Uh, So we hired them two and a half years ago, and they started filming, you know, Kelsey and his family outside of football. And thank God he kept playing. He didn't retire. And at this point, like, Don and Sheena had gotten very comfortable with Kelsey and his family, and we had sort of figured out, like, the logistics of all this kind of stuff. And so going into last year, we really had sort of this thing tuned up, and... Don and Sheena sort of captured everything. Kelsey was open to everything. His family was open. Um, and just, you know, it quickly we saw what happened last year. We're like, oh, yeah, maybe I mean, this isn't a retirement film. Maybe this is just a really special year that we gathered sort of all this incredible content and, and Don and then put it into a movie. And we partnered with NFL Films once the playoffs started. Uh, and then really excited that Amazon wants to distribute it with everybody and share it next week. I mean, the greatest chapter, arguably, in his life and the family's life and, and and just the dynamics of every, if it would be like, you know, we stopped filming uh, at Pearl Harbor on, you know, <laughs> December 5th. You know, it's like, you, you, it's, here's the story coming up. And exactly. so you got you got all of this and an incredible family dynamic and all, all of that stuff. So you, for your, your initial taste as an executive producer on a documentary, did you catch a bug or is it uh, is it something you will not pursue? No, I I caught the bug. I no, mean, good. I think, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, what about the Preston and Steve? Our <laughs> <laughs> road to the well, listen, <laughs> road to the Super Bowl. <laughs> listen, I know there's one part that makes this film work, and it's Jason Kelsey. So, um, no, it's, it, I'll say uh, it's it's a, it's a really special film that I'm proud of, but I think Philly will really love it because it's a Philly story. Oh, that's nice. great. We hired a Philly filmmaker. It's yeah. really cool. There is, uh, in the trailer, there's one scene where he's sitting down with uh, other retired Eagles, and it's like, oh, oh, okay, he's sitting down with, he's getting ready to hang him up. 
You know, he's been, like you said, he's been ready for a couple of years now. But that one, when I saw it, I was like, oh, no, he's really going. <laughs> this is this is it. You know, when... Well, he thought he was two years ago. That's from two years ago. It's a great scene. There's some, I mean, Todd, Todd Harriman, Brent Selleck, Jason Devine. I mean, there's countless guys at mm-hmm. that table. Uh, it's a, it, it, Mike Quick is in the trailer, but there's a bunch of guys uh, at the, in that scene. I mean, what, I'm sorry, what, sorry. What, what is it about him, you think, why people connect with him so easy, you know, so naturally? Well, I, I think the biggest thing is, and this is in the film a lot, and why the film works and why docs work if you have somebody willing to do this, is he is just his freaking self. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he is, he's he's so incredibly confident of just being himself, but at the same time, again, you know, I, I've known him since we were in college together, he's just always trying to, like, improve, get better, ask people what they think of what he's working on, but still at the same time, himself mm-hmm. all the time mm-hmm. and i think that's what i think that's, that's a rare individual yeah, that, yeah that is that way wow you, uh, connor you and uh jason and i were at the same event a, a couple of weeks ago we were all at the mount joy show and um i had gotten word ahead of time that um jason might come out and do the eagles chant mm-hmm. so i had my phone ready when i when i thought that that was going to happen and so it wasn't a surprise to me but it was a surprise to everybody in the audience and the place went nuts <laughs> yeah. they, it, it exploded with this energy and it was because that dude was out on stage and it's funny i think for us because we've known you for a long time we've known jason for quite a while um but he's sort of become the superstar now and yeah. it, especially locally but it's beyond that you know it's well, it really interesting for for us to see i think his growth yeah it's been cool i was talking with so me and brent Selleck went to college with him and we've known him since he was a walk-on at cincinnati yeah. wow. um and, and when <laughs> sort of this when, when i told brent about amazon buying the film and brent had known about it for a long time and we're just you know talking about what's happened with his podcast and everything i mean brent said it just sort of off the cuff to me and it's like you wouldn't want this to happen for this is the perfect guy for all this to happen to because he's such a good dude like he's such a good dude he's the perfect guy for all this to happen to how much of it was the mummer's outfit (laughs) I mean because that's when it really that's when it started that's when it started that's when it started yeah um you know, the podcast is a huge part of it. The success of the season, uh, I mean, last year is a huge part. It's all of it. It's all coming together. So yeah. finally, a microphone was put in front of his face. Uh, <laughs> uh, the whole time. At, at, all the time. No, no, I'm talking about the Super Bowl uh, yeah. parade. And so finally, a microphone and a camera is put in front of his face. And the world, especially the people of Philadelphia, got to see who he was. And something that you have known for years and years and years. Exactly. Exactly. And, I, and I'll say this. When we about the, the doc a little bit. And we went and sold this film. So mm-hmm. you meet with HBO, you meet Netflix, with Amazon, everybody, everybody. And we're thankful for Amazon and they're the perfect partner. But what was really cool for me, and I'm, think, I'm tying this back to what you just said, is I would have, you know, creative people, management sort of text me or email after every time we sort of sent them a rough cut and be like, damn, I wish I was a Philly person. Like, I wish I had a, I <laughs> yeah. wish my fan base was like that. Like, everybody, yeah. like, people from, Car- like, Carolina or Buffalo or wherever, or Detroit, like, man, I wish I grew up with a fan base like it, that. Because it's like, go. now yeah. I think people, this is going to be interesting Good, for yeah. an audience outside of Philly to see what it's really like to play here. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, it's, it's, it, this film captures that. And yeah. I think people are jealous outside of Philly for being like, I'm not part of a fan base. Like Connor, that. we've heard that echoed by, we've had a number of, 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 of uh, you know, veteran players yeah, of different Croc sports. and LeClaire were yeah. both saying it? Both saying exactly the same thing. They feel sorry because, you know, you have this reputation, which you are well aware of, and, and, uh, and they say they are sorry for people who responded to that fear and didn't get to play here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Um, 
so this is probably an impossible question to ask, but do you think we would love Jason Kelsey if he went if he never played in Philadelphia? If he played anywhere else, like um do you think yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but it was it was of course, I mean he's just ridiculously talented yeah. on and off the the field and people would have saw that and got to know it, but you know we like his brother. It was perfect. Yeah. Exactly. Like We're here. It was yeah. perfect for him to be here. Yeah. And his wife is mm-hmm. from Philly, and she yep. is the most Philly girl ever, and she's a freaking <laughs> star in the movie. Uh, um, yeah, so it worked out perfect. We had uh, John Crook and uh, John McClare on the show after the Trey Turner standing ovation, and it was really interesting to hear their response to uh, Philly positivity. And, and you know, we've said this countless times over and over again, that, you know, the city gets bashed for Negadelphians and whatever else, and that exists. But it was so heartwarming and uh, wonderful to see people embrace Trey, who's played great since then. Um, and I, I don't know, it, it was, as a sports fan, as a lifelong Philadelphian, it just made me really proud and happy to be a part of this city. Yeah, I think you'll have the same feeling uh, when you watch this film. And that was really cool, what they did for Trey Turner. That was awesome. I yeah. want to ask about the prices. You mentioned going to HBO and going to the different, you know, this is, so you're, uh, you know, you're, that's a big leg th- thing to do. You're going in and you're talking to the, you know, the, the people go, okay, how are we going to come into this? Uh, I mean, with all that you've been through, and obviously you've been in, you've performed, played sports in front of thousands and thousands of people and been in part of big events. What was that like? Was that at all nerve wracking? I think, I think the first one was really nerve wracking because I didn't, know exactly uh the process the process yeah um but essentially after i did it the first time then it was pretty easy i mean you just you just go on there we'd go on there with the don and sheena maybe a couple other people and then there is all always on zoom and then a bunch of people on the other side and you just sort of my role was to just talk about the process of how this all came together right um and then usually they would start firing back questions and that was that was it um but, yeah, the first time was really nervous because you don't know how this whole thing works. You yeah. Know? But it was a lot of fun to sort of go through it. It's cool. I, I, um, I, I, I love professional football. <laughs> I just I, I can't get enough of it. I'm so excited. I that, love football. That, 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 well, listen, less than two weeks, the, the, the entire season kicks off, and I just I, I'm, I cannot wait. I watch Hard Knocks. I watch the quarterback documentary, which was awesome, right? And so, but, like, what I like about those is because of how much I love the product on the field i want to know about the people off the field and uh and so when i was watching the quarterback documentary with his you know mahomes and mariota and uh, and kirk cousins you get this idea of like of who they are off the field this documentary would you say percentage wise uh how much is like on the field stuff and off the field stuff uh it's it's maybe i mean i know the actual minutes we had to buy of on the field stuff (laughs) okay um so but but it's 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 much more off the field than okay. quarterback. Um, obviously, hard yeah. knocks. I mean, this this is I you know I thought quarterback was really really good. Obviously, everybody loves hard knocks, but this is different. I mean, this is a two year project with a Philly filmmaker, yeah. and, and Skydance is involved, Amazon's involved, NFL Films is involved, and I would give all of them so much credit because mm-hmm. they let Don make a movie. Like, they did not, like, I know Hard Knocks has approvals, approvals, everyone sort of approved. That's why Aaron Rodgers didn't want to do it. Yeah, the quarterbacks had approvals and everything on Netflix. Kelsey sort of, you know, let everybody sort of make creative decisions and put it all out there. So I think this is like a really, a much different personal look. And this is, this is going to be good for the Mm -hmm. NFL, you know, because 
yeah. likes, you know, the other sports or drive to survive. People want sort of this inside look. Uh, and this is, this is, I think, one of the first times you've sort of like really peeled it back at the NFL level with one of the best players. Well, on a documentary level to do uh, your own organization, the, the, the music festival. I mean, you know, you could turn this. Uh, that, is a, that is a story. You're, mm-hmm. you're smiling. Is it in the works? No, it's, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not in the works, but that's a good idea. Yeah. I mean, if you want to talk about a very visceral thing that would connect to an audience, mm-hmm. I think that's a great subject matter. I like that. That's yeah. good. Mm-hmm. So these, I'll work as executive producer. <laughs> uh, these next few days uh, all across the country is going to be pretty tough because a lot of people are going to lose jobs. And, uh, and um, as a player and, and now as a, I don't know, a coach, what, what, uh, coach? Is what yeah, I'm, I'm in between a coach and the front office. I yeah. run player development for us. You're a froach. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, how difficult is this for you? Because you've lived it on the on the other side, you know, with the pads on and now with the pads off. Yeah, it's a really hard Tuesday is cut day. You go from 90 to 53 guys. It's a brutal. It's yeah. brutal. Um, you know, I Nick and Howie are doing that like in person that I know that's hard. Um, but, all, but for me, I look at it sort of the other way. What an incredible opportunity and exciting day for the guys that make the team. I yeah. mean, for one that stands out is like Reed Blankenship. Like Reed was undrafted yeah. last year, had a great camp. Who knew if he would make the team? I remember thinking, I, I barely knew if he was going to make the team. Right. Just because of the numbers at the end. And then this guy made the team and then had the year he did and now is playing as well as he had through camp. So, you know, there's always a handful of guys like that. I don't know so, how like, you guys I'm are so excited for them yeah. and what they've done for their life and their career and, and excited for the future for them. I don't know how you guys are able to differentiate between like talent skill levels. You know, when, when you have that collection of people, it's like they are all the best at what they do. You know what I mean? At every single level that they went to, like they had always, you know, risen to the top and then you get to this point where you got to go, okay, you got to make a decision here. Well, there's a lot of people involved and we still miss, you know, make a lot of mistakes as everybody <laughs> sure. knows. But, but you're uh, also, you're at a pro level yourself so you, you it's easier to discern than we're just going, oh, that's, that looks great. <laughs> you know, so the context is a lot different. Yeah, no, exciting time though. I mean, and then, you know, I will sort of say, you know, we cut from 90 to 53, but the NFL is in the most brutal place. We do add 16 practice squad players. So a lot of these guys that get cut, they come back uh, and, you know, they make a pretty good living on practice squad. Too. That's right. Not a bad gig. Right. Well, listen, in the meantime, uh, full steam ahead because the show is tomorrow. It's uh, Make the World Better Benefit concert tomorrow night at the Dell. It's Alex G, Philly native. Uh, and always, that's how you pronounce the band's yep, name? Always. They're Canadian, I, yeah. I read? Okay. Correct. I'm not familiar, but I'm sure they're Canada. Canada. There you go. (laughs) What can you say? A lot of great bands have come out of Canada. Yeah. It's true. Len. Rush. Yeah. Rush. Len. Did you say Len? Well, still my sunshine. Were they Canadian? Yeah, they were. Yeah. Okay. What about uh, Brian Adams? Adams? Yeah. Yeah. Nickelback. Well, wait a minute. The... uh, who's the Gino Benelli? Oh, Jesus. Yes. Christ. Guess okay. who? No. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, yes, but that's not who I'm thinking of. <laughs> Gordon Lightfoot. Give him a minute. I'm not even going to try. No, I want to no, know. The guy who it. died, he had brain cancer, lead singer, Gordy. Um, Gordy Lachance from uh, Stand By Me. Jesus Christ, you people are no help. <laughs> oh, I know. Tragically Hip. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Tragically Hip. Most popular Canadian oh. band ever. Bare Naked Ladies. That's Bare a good na- one. Yeah. Okay. Always. Gordon Lightfoot. BT. So oh. many great Canadian bands. Len. Loverboy's Canadian? Yes. yes what? They are. Mike Reno was born in Ontario. Yeah. Connor, you want to add any? I'm looking at the list. <laughs> Arcade Fire, some 41. Triumph. Me and Chuck. Triumph. All, one of our all-time favorite bands. Wow. April Wine. Simple Plan. Boy, it just goes on and on. Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf. Skinny Puppy. 
Give it up for Canada, everybody. There you go. Yeah. Always with two Vs. <laughs> Saturday. <laughs> of course it helps. Well, By the way, the, no, the reason I asked if that's how you pronounce their name, they spell their, their name A-L-V-V-A-Y-S. So I guess the two Vs together make a W. So ah, always, and that's it's like Dead Mouth 5. Listen, Connor's got a uh, a great ear for music, and he puts on great shows, and the, the organization is phenomenal to make the world better foundation. So you definitely want to help out with this. Uh, and you can get tickets at uh, Ticketmaster.com. So, But the show is tomorrow. Row night, so go check that out. Great to see you, Connor. Good to see you. Good Thanks luck with everything. Me. Anytime, Thanks. man. All right, let's for Connor Barber, Yay! guys. We'll take a break and we'll be right back. The beat file is on the way next. Threw out all your radios for a fancy speaker that talks back to you? Well, don't forget, you can still listen to us by saying open MMR. You can even tell it you want to wake up to MMR, just like your grandpa's clock radio used to. Imagine that. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back. And this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Winning Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Window Nation, you feeling the heat, mm, are you? High temps aren't the only thing that are getting you hot under the collar. Wait till you see those energy bills. The solution, call my friends at Window Nation for new energy-efficient windows. And right now you get 50% off any style window. Bows, bays, double hung, sliders, 50% off. Plus zero down, zero payments, and 0% interest for 24 months. And this week only, you can receive an additional 10% off. 866-90NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them we sent you. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Before we officially ring in No Sebro Friday with our froggy song, I do want to mention and thank our friends uh, at uh, Hill Buick GMC in Newtown Square because we just sent the Preston and Steve Cooling Caravan from Duncan yeah. over there. So thank you to Ruth Nolan for submitting. Uh, they got about 35 people on the site, technicians and staff. So uh, we had our friends at the MM Army uh, swing by with the Preston and Steve Cooling Caravan from Duncan and give them some iced coffee to start the day off. And delicious. And then they are on their way to the second stop. Right now, they are on their way to... Do I announce this now? Or? No, why not? Yeah. Okay. DFT Incorporated. Uh, they are check valve and control valve manufacturer in Exton, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Covering some turf. Yeah. So you will be able to uh, spend some time with the cooling caravan in a little while, gang. So we'll uh, thank the official peeps in a little bit. Yep. And we're doing this again on Monday. Yeah, that is correct. So you can go to PrestonSteve.com and sign yep. up. Maybe yep. we'll come by and see it. That'd be wonderful. All right. Let's do this Friday thing.
presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Files. Well, I did this morning by Sequoia Outback. Sequoia's got everything you can imagine to make your deck or outside space a source of comfort and pride. And you can save during their annual end-of-season sale, which is going on now. Route 309 in Hatfield or at decksupplies.com. All right, man, this is wild. I saw the video of this. Police body cam video captured a scary and bizarre incident for one Seattle family. A man allegedly broke into their home in broad daylight on Friday and started chugging gasoline. Oh, man. Whoa. Officers got to the location after a man said his 17-year-old daughter told him that someone with a wooden stick was trying to break into their home. Police said when they got there, the daughter was too scared to answer the door for officers. And while still outside, police said they heard loud banging noises coming from inside the house. And fearing the daughters for the daughter's safety, they broke into the front door. Officers said they found a man inside the homeowner's car in the garage. He had a gas can and a hammer in his lap. When they asked him to get out of the car, the man started drinking the gasoline right out of this gas can. Uh, Officers said they told the man to get out, but he refused, and he continued to chug the gasoline. Police broke the driver's side window and took the man out of the car. They said the man resisted officers while they pulled him out, but was eventually taken into custody. Uh, the Seattle Fire Department provided aid to the man. Once he was in custody, officers found the found the 17-year-old on the second floor of the home and took her to safety. The guy eventually stopped Casey because he ran out again. Yeah! Yeah! The 40-year-old man was arrested for alleged <laughs> burglary. But it's wild, man. That's ugh, that, nasty. I'm not a doctor. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably not good for you. I think it's an unsafe uh, practice, yes. Mm-hmm. A man was recently arrested and hit with a felony charge after allegedly stealing an entire porch in Georgia. He's an actual porch pirate. He is the real deal. The accused porch thief in question was identified as Robin Swanger. Now I have to steal a house. Uh, He ignored multiple trespassing signs when he entered his neighbor's property and stole a wooden porch. An investigator described the item as a full 8 foot by 10 foot porch. You stole a porch. (laughs) According to police, while the property uh, from which Swanger is alleged to have nabbed the structure looks abandoned, it is indeed not the case. In fact, the owner had put up uh, aforementioned no trespassing warnings as part of efforts to keep people off his property. That's what set him off. In addition to the felony, Swanger has been charged with a pair of domestic violence related counts. I had heard press though that uh, there were the geese in the yard that were telling him not to do it, but he doesn't speak Portuguese. He doesn't speak Portuguese. Right. Say anything to them. That's right. right. And you adjusted yourself in your chair too. I did. Always. A longtime patient who fought against a, cons- a consolidation plan involving uh, a family health care center in the Bronx died in a stairwell to the facility last week, but wasn't discovered until five days later. They say they took steps to rescue oh, him. We're going to get this one. Yes! <laughs> this is uh, Montefiore's Family Health Center. So, Sari Mao, who is 50, a 57-year-old woman, lived in the group home in the Bronx and was found unconscious and unresponsive Monday after someone reported a foul odor coming from the building emergency stairwell. You know, like a, like a rotting body. A preliminary investigation found she fell and died the previous Aww. Wednesday, but no criminality was That's suspected. Uh, the cause of death was uh, hypertensive cardiovascular disease. Uh, Mao, a Cambodian refugee, had participated in a campaign last year to stop 
Montefiore from consolidating the Family Health Care Health Center and two other Bronx clinics. Uh, apparently, two employees said the incident reminded them of the 2015 death of a Montefiore employee who was found in a locked bathroom on the health system's Einstein campus four days after disappearing from the emergency room. That's a little suspicious. So they've had a few things happen here before, but a current employee said the door to the stairwell where Mal was found is marked with an emergency exit sign in English, but no other languages, even though the clinic sees many patients with limited English proficiency. In Vermont... A Ridgeford man uh, appeared before a judge on Wednesday after police say they discovered a family member buried in the backyard of his home. Sean Bear uh, pleaded not guilty to misdemeanor charges of unauthorized burial or removal of a body after his father died at their house. According to documents, Timothy Bear, 65 years old, died in the home on August 11th. In an interview with police, the police Timothy's son, uh, Sean Bear, told them that his dad had COPD and colon cancer, among other health issues. They said it was a grisly scene. <laughs> Oh, my man! <laughs> the affidavit states Timothy Bear's body began to decompose inside the home before being buried in a shallow grave in the backyard. Uh, police said that they were uh, alerted to the home after receiving uh, 911 from uh, Sean Bear's sister. After investigating, troopers say that the home was in complete disarray with feces and other evidence of, de- of decomposition. It was doo-doo too, Steve. It's unclear what the circumstances surrounding this incident or why Sean Bear did not call for help. Uh, he was released on his own recognizance and is said to appear back in court. So the guy just died and they just buried him in the yard. They're not being charged for anything nefarious in his death is just they buried him in the yard. I would assume, and I don't know if this is maybe based on rural jurisdictions or whatever, if you did live like in an area, is is it legal if a family member dies for you to just bury them? It is, but you have to get the proper permits right. to do it. So that's that's part of that story said that, that, that yeah. in some cases you can bury right. a loved one on your property, but you have to, you know, it's like building a deck out right. back. You gotta get oh, the code. they find yeah. out you buried somebody without the proper permit. Yeah. Uh, Ivana is buried on a golf course, is she not? Who is this? Ivana Trump? Yes, well, and, uh, uh, really? right, well, and and it, apparently it's not being kept up. <laughs> yeah, the, the the area where she like it's over, it's grown over. It's, oh my yeah, god, it's a, like a sand trap. I would imagine that the proper paperwork was filled out for that, though. But uh, well, that's what um, answering his question. Are you yeah. allowed to do that? Like, yeah, I'm sure that there's some. You can only bury loved ones on golf courses. <laughs> <laughs> only on golf courses. <laughs> you know that bump on the green? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sometimes that's, that's my dad. <laughs> yeah, he's a little left. Yeah, you want to go back to my dad? Here. You put the tea in his mouth. <laughs> One last story. Third grade Oklahoma teacher Kimberly Coates was arrested for being drunk in class on the first day of school. Coates was taken out of the classroom to meet with the superintendent and a police officer. The superintendent suspected the teacher had been drinking at school. When asked what was in her cup, Coates reportedly claimed that it was juice. A police officer smelled her cup and said, and I quote, that there was wine. (laughs) Want to try again? After taking a breathalyzer, her blood alcohol level was .24. Or three times the legal limit. That's pretty damn buzzed. Yeah, the teachers say they're overcoats. She was arrested for public intoxication. Her last name's Coates. Got it. And there, yeah, I didn't get it either. And there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. All right, uh, let us take a break. Uh, You know what? I want to do this now. What? I would like to give away 
a pair, or should I save these for later? You want to? I, I feel like I'm wanting you to save them. Oh, I'm later. sorry. Never mind. We're not giving anything away yeah, right now. But later on, that was a dry run. I forgot we're doing the connoisseur, and we're going we're to need prizes because yeah. no one likes to bid if we don't. For that, no, yeah. it's not true. They okay. like it a lot. Uh, but uh, we're uh, in the connoisseur. We'll have Sting and Shaggy tickets. Oh well, that actually yeah, those so are that's I, a pretty big ticket item. I, I forgot, Casey, that we were doing that later on, and I apologize to those of you who have been standing and, and Chris Agon, the skull I Apologize. <laughs> I'd like to apologize to Jennifer Garner and her pool boy, Ben Affleck, for incorporating them into my fantasy life. So I apologize to anyone who's been offended by my fictional creations, Chris Agon, the philosopher of evil, and the skull Yeah, yes, of course, right. Okay. So we'll have your chance in a little bit. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in just a moment. So we're going to have uh, comedian Jared Freed on when we return. Stay there. Q2023, starring Shine Down, Billy Idol, and maybe you. That's right. The Preston and Steve side stage is back with Jackie Bam Bam spinning, PNS pals Don McCloskey playing live, and live band karaoke with Sidearm. And if you want to join them on stage, submit a video of your best performance at WMMR.com. We'll post the best ones and let the votes decide. Don't miss the fun in the games and great live bands at MMR's annual music festival. Grab tickets at Ticketmaster starting at 25 bucks and join us September 16th at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. Text MMRBQ to 39333 for a link to all the details or hit up WMMR.com. MMRBQ 2023 from 93.3 WMMR. Sponsored by Acme. Fresh foods, local flavors. Also by Pro Team Collision and Sequoia Outback. Our next guest is joining us via Zoom. He is promoting a couple of things. Uh, his stand-up special is out on Netflix now. It is called 37 and Single. And he's going to be in our town. Yes. In October on the 20th at the Fillmore, by the way. Good, good great venue. On his nationwide tour. Please give some love to Jared Freed this hey! morning. Good day, Jared. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for having me. Happy to have you. You posted some nice things about us on uh, on social, saying that uh, you were coming on the show. So thank you for doing that, man. I, are you kidding me? I, well, listen, first, let me start with happy birthday, Kathy. <laughs> thank you. Happy birthday. <laughs> people don't, what people don't know about me is I also do a little bit of Zoom stripping on the side. <gasps> oh, so, dude, that's great. Right? Yeah. Kathy, you were wondering if we were going to do something special for you this morning. Yeah, they told me your type is a chubby Jew, so... Here you go. Why is this stripper music for you? Hit the music! Little champagne room action. The thing of beauty. That's right. So, I watched the special and... Thank you. Yeah, and really enjoyed it. And, you know, these things are, you know... What goes into him, it, it seems like, oh, it's just you're pointing a camera to stand-up comedian, blah, blah, blah. And we've since come to realize that there's so much more involved that you, you really want it to to reflect you. But there's a step further in this. You actually funded this special yourself, right? You you raised the money or, or for it. I think, it, correct me if I'm wrong, 80 grand? Is what I heard. Yeah, I went on a podcast. I, I, I hate saying that, you know, but I, I, yeah, I invested my own money. That's kind of the world we live in now. Yes. You know, uh, you, you, I have this material. I was touring it for a year and a half. I wanted to move on from the material. How do I do that? How do I get it off of my mind? And 
I need to like put it, package it in some way. And so, and no one is knocking on my door ever. I've been doing comedy for 13 years and nobody's ever been like, we got to put you in a movie. You got to put you in a TV show. No, no, no. I made my own podcast. I've been, you know, I'm, I'm cold calling you two to come on your show. So, I mean, <laughs> no, so it, that- it makes complete sense because I, I will contend that, um, you know, having done some stand up in my life and we know a lot of stand ups, you were on Kreischer show. Yeah. You, you've got to be marketing. You've, it's almost like Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross comedy style. You always have to be selling. And so right. the fact that you did this and did this way makes all the sense in the world. Well, it's been really kind of heartwarming to hear from other comics uh, that are like, wow, it, 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 it does happen. You know, like I think we believe that, you know, if I make it, someone might buy it or someone might follow me or someone might come to my show. Like it's a very linear process that doesn't have to be uh, anything difficult. Hey, I want to go up and make people laugh and I want people to buy a ticket for that. That's that's the reality. You know, you can talk to some comics who want to ignore that. Be like, oh, I'm an artist. I don't need anyone in the room. I can I'll, I'll have the pigeons laugh at me. No, no, no. I need people to like what I do yeah. and I want to put it out there to be liked. So I made the special, I taped it, I I, I paid for it and then I brought Betches became Betches the media company who I work with on my podcast. They were the co- co-producers. So we we're like let's go together, let's take their following and might and 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 all their they have going and let's come together to try and sell this thing and everyone said no and then Netflix we were talking to since like March uh, they were like it's not a no yet which that's how <laughs> sad I am I'm like yeah it's not a no yet <laughs> dancing in the street you're, yeah, you're telling me there's a chance um, <laughs> right exactly and then they came back and literally like a month ago they're like we're gonna do it we're down Excellent. we love it and and it, it is funny how quickly you, they, you go from how could no one buy my special and Netflix is like we're buying it and then you go how could anyone want to buy my special? You know, like, <laughs> yeah. Immediately, your right. brain changes, and I think it's a it is a snapshot of my life on December 2022. 37 single, all the frustrations with dating apps. The I went through a breakup. Talking about breakups, I'm talking about my friends who are on the next phase of life with kids and having gender reveal parties <laughs> while I'm still at a bar talking to 25 year old girls about things I have no understanding of. <laughs> I'm talking about body issues. I'm talking about late night eating. It is to, it is meant to be watched with your significant other on the couch with your friends with a big group uh, it is uh, you know i i'm not afraid of being relatable i'm not oh, trying speaks to tell to you a tragic story it speaks to everyone hey yeah. jared i wanted to ask you know i have no idea what these specials cost to, to create and 80 grand seems you know like a, a steep number to me uh, especially when it's coming out of your pocket did you go to any family members and pitch this as an investment <laughs> opportunity or anything like that <laughs> 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 Hey, mom and dad, I got a great one for you. Yeah, I, I just, <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm, I, you know, I'm not like I'm doing okay. Like I, I you know, I was, I was saving money and I, I was okay. I was able to do it. And okay. you know, the the did backup you, did thing. You, did you is, go to Penn for for, for business? Penn State. Penn State. Penn State. Yeah. No, that Penn. The, I love when I love when people when I when people think you went to Penn when you yeah. say Penn State. Right. And, and you can always tell they go. Right. I, I'll be like, yeah, I went to Penn State. They're like, ooh. <laughs> I'm like, they think Penn. <laughs> yeah, but but so you have a, you had a business under you have a business understanding, right? 
Yeah, I mean, you 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 spend money to make money. Yeah. You know, I I I I'm a gambler. I like playing a little blackjack. I like uh, putting twenty bucks on on a football game. So in my mind, it was going to come back in one way or another, either through you know people watching on YouTube or. And again, let me just also say, Netflix didn't come over with bags of money. Right, <laughs> they rented it for two years. Uh-huh. It's not life changing. Please come to my shows. I'm begging you, please. I need to. You know, live. You know, well, I think the, the for a while the gold rush or the idea was, and then you're, you're speaking the truth. The word was bags of money at Netflix, right, so and, ha- I mean, and and so a lot of comedians then decided, okay, I'm going to YouTube it up and I'll, I'll do it that way. But um, Netflix still has a lot of has a lot of weight to it, a lot of gravitas. You know what? The gravitas is the word credibility. Yeah. You know, before you, I asked Netflix when they when they said they're going to do it. I was like, "Do you guys have like a Netflix Letterman's jacket that I can wear around?" Because <laughs> yeah. I I would have. I'd yeah. be wearing it right now. Like I'd be I'd be waving the flag because you know you, what, the minute you're on Netflix, you are a real comedian to people. It doesn't matter. You know, before that, you're to some people you don't do this. You're and I also know that like I am my audience. The people that like me. I'm a lot like, like right. I was in a fraternity at Penn state. I went, I'm from outside of Boston, I'm from a suburb of Boston, upper middle class. Like I, again, I'm, I, when I go to comedy clubs, the, the security asked me for my ticket. They think <laughs> I'm there to go to the show. Mm, yeah. So, so right. it is. Um, um, so to, to me, if someone, I would be the same creepy YouTube page. <laughs> We're, you're not on Burt Kreischer's podcast right now. You're, uh, you're not allowed to say the F word. <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. I forgot where I was. Yeah. No, but I, I wanted. I was at Kathy's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> well, we Essentially, he's right. He is at Kathy's birthday party. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and uh, and Kathy, uh, Bert Kreischer was your uncle at your quinceanera yeah. birthday party. Uh, he's my yeah. godfather. Bert Kreischer's my godfather. Yes. Yeah. Did you Look know at that? that? Yeah. So, but I, I, I wanted to bring up Bert because uh, you, you do talk about uh, having to. You were just on his his podcast and. Bert, over the last couple of years, you have just seen his star rise, and it is not lost on him. I have watched him cry so many times over the last year, and and but it is all like I feel like it's all self made. So you are have to be your own advocate, and I've watched you over the last couple of years the same exact thing. Like, dude, in October you're playing the Fillmore. Yeah, that's yeah. not a small yeah. venue. That's amazing. Are you trying to make me cry? I am trying to make you cry. Clip out of me. <laughs> He's our Barbara Walters. Yeah. At, he wants to go viral. I can tell. <laughs> I no. I it is wild. It is like I'm like incredibly thankful. It, you know, you you. I, I honestly, I, I you know. You know what keeps me humble? The compliments I get from my dad and from friends. I just got a message on Instagram. It was a guy that went to high school with me. And I'm like, he goes, hey, I just, uh, my sister-in-law said you have a special out there. You probably don't remember me. Don't worry. I don't remember you. You were some sort of weirdo. And I'm like, okay. I just enjoyed the special. I was like, hey, I had fun watching. They have to couch it a little bit just to keep you you level-headed. Especially my dad. My dad, like, he read a review. Someone said it was great. He goes, "Great! I don't know. What do we? What do you think? What do you? Who do you think you are?" I was like, "I didn't write the review." Dad. <laughs> well, let me ask you because so much of what you do is relationship based. You talk about being single and hilarious takes, and really, you know, really astute observations. Uh, but I'm, I'm wondering because so much of what you do is rooted in that conceit. 
Right. Could that involve an element of self-sabotage as far as you finding the one? Absolutely. I mean, like the hardest part is like in this social media world and everyone knows this. I'm not just saying it for me, you know, you know, oh, I'm on Netflix, whatever. Every one of us is a public person. We all have 200 followers. So like every one of us, you know, kind of has that moment of like, when do I put this person on my socials? When do I go to the next step? When do I get over that hump? Because we all have to have that press conference when it doesn't work out. <laughs> Every one of us has a high school friend where we've seen the Facebook post where they're like, Ricky is a jerk. And let me tell you why. And then it's a 30, you know, thousand word dissertation. Right. So I, I think that weighs uh, on me because you have to unbutton the shirt with uh, with relationships. So like putting things out there, the hard launch, as people say these days. Um, but I also... Right now on the road, I'm talking. I'm talking about my family a lot, and I, I really have enjoyed it. Like, if you get to the end of the special in the credits, um, you can see I put hidden cameras in the green room, and I'm ta- I tape my parents at like five minutes before the show. <laughs> my parents are giving me crap. They are just coming after me. They're having me take their picture. They're fighting about Katz's deli. They're talking. They're debating whether it's Christmas time or not. It was yep. taped December 9th. And the whole plan oh was God. to get them being that way five minutes before the show and then smash cut to I'm 37 and single. And like you would get it. Right. But because people don't know me, I, we were like, ah, it might get confusing. So we put it in the credits and if you watch till the end, you will see my parents. They didn't know until two days before the special came out on oh Netflix. God, so they great. had no idea. That's great. It was fantastic. It was so good. And then uh, and what that's become, and I've been saying to people in retrospect, that is the uh, the, the Marvel end credit scene <laughs> that previews the next Marvel movie. Yeah. Because if you come to my show on the road, the next hour that I'm doing, I'm in Lexington, Kentucky right now. It's an hour story about me going to the beach with my parents. And it has been a pleasure to do because I see it's and it's really about the weird relationship between millennial and boomer. That it. relationship is financially tied. We are we, we are weirdly like it tethered to that to that generation. The boomer generation kind of gives us, you know, crap in a way that no one or ge- other generation has. We're all on our family cell phone plan or know someone that is. <laughs> it's just weird. So this, this story is meant to relate in a way that gets you to like, because I've been seeing people in the crowd like with their dad, like hitting him, being like, that's you. He's talking about you, you big, you know, you big, you're a jerk. And then I... So that is meant – so now I'm, like, so on that that it is freed me up to, like, take a moment to, like, have my own relationships because the material is really not about – it's personal, but it's not about that. Well, so and, – and that makes complete sense. And, and, and those, those, those large – you know, basically it sounds like, you know, Bert had the machine story for the longest time. And it was right. – it became part of his legend and lore. And the movie, which was uh, – Casey and I point out, surprisingly uh, touching in a, in a yeah. number of spots. Yeah. Um, but – you are a, uh, a super fan of The Bachelor and Bachelorette. That's what we understand. <laughs> All right. So, as a as a single man, what is the is there anything useful to glean from those shows that could assist someone out in the dating world right now? I think every man should be watching The Bachelor and Bachelorette. <laughs> yeah. There's no 
there is nothing that can convince me otherwise. You get to watch. I mean, I always say the Bachelor Bachelorette, like people are like, it's not real. I'm like, yeah, uh, so is every TV show you've ever watched. (laughs) So but I compare the Bachelor Bachelorette to to wrestling, professional wrestling. It's WWE. Um, WWE isn't real. We know that. But you still got to take the bumps. You still got to jump off the top rope. You can't fake falling from a steel cage just like you can't fake uh, a first kiss um, asking someone on a date going on a date dumping someone these are all things that happen on the show and that's like kind of what I get into I do like a you know I I kind of get into the weeds on the show like I love watching this past season The Bachelorette you know everyone Charity was really a great Bachelorette it was a little bit of a boring season but she couldn't end things with men unless she made them like evil you know so it was a very kind of interesting thing that a lot of people go through where it's like You know, this guy brought up how he cheated in a past relationship. And she's like, cheating is bad. And we're like, who's ever done that? And and then she ends it with him. And it's like, he's not a bad guy. He's just telling you what has happened in his life. But it is, again, these are the things. And that's why I tell men, watch with your girlfriend. And we'll have conversations you've never had before. You get to say, you get to have an, an original opinion that isn't so original because you're brought into the world of dating and relationships through the show. So that's a, to me, that runs contrary to what I would think you'd want to do. But you're saying sit there with someone that you're, you're seeing and, and it actually is quasi-therapeutic? I, I, I believe that completely. I think that show, you know, you always the dumbest people in the world would be like, oh, thir- 30 women, one man. He's banging them all. <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> and you're like, OK, if that's how you watch things. That's how I can't really convince you otherwise. Right. Um, I like I like I, 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 I like the correlation to the wrestling, though. That that, that does make that, that does, yeah, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah, that makes sense. We yeah. we are actually we we very you know dis- dismiss it, but we have fun with it. And there was a a couple of seasons ago, and I remember the uh, and we played clips from it. The guy had broken up, and the girl was in the house, and and you probably remember what I'm talking about. And he's exactly. and it was one of the craziest things we'd ever seen. And it seemed like for a moment it transcended the quote-unquote sculpted reality that they get, and this was just a dude hanging on for dear life. Do you remember it, that? Well, yeah. th- that is the, the the funniest part about the show is that no straight man should ever go on this show. There is nothing to gain from it. <laughs> I mean, right, yeah. that guy, I remember that was Ari's season. He chose one of the women, decided he didn't want to marry her, and then brought her to a... Uh, like a house yes. to end it with her on camera. And it's like, there is a moment where you go, why would any of you sign up for this? Why would you do this? Like, yeah. and, and and I think they get caught in this like bubble of like, uh, we gotta, we gotta finish the show. And it's like, these producers are probably sitting there like, I can't believe he agreed. You know? Right. Well, that's, but, yeah. It, it is a really hard, it, you know, again, I talk about dating relationships on podcasts and everywhere I go. And a lot of times I'm like put in the position of speaking for the straight man. Yeah. And I'm like, and I have to start with like, and I have to start with like, this is icky. I mean, I say it on the special. There's a joke in the special where I talk about the ick yeah. and how women get the ick. And that was a new phenomena to me. And and mm-hmm. basically the whole premise of the ick was explained to me that a woman goes on a date. she A guy does one thing mm-hmm. and she never want to have sex with him ever. Mm-hmm. 
And I said, that is the most unrelatable thing I have ever heard in my entire life. And the beauty of that bit is how hilarious and wonderful people get into, like, hearing different icks that I heard from different women. No, it's 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 like you're getting intelligence, you know, from the enemy side. Not the enemy, but you're getting secret information. Right. Mm. That's always, a lot of times, um, you know, we would have singles mixers. And it's like, you know, uh, the hardest thing for, for people to do, a lot of times, people in the dating mode is to just approach and talk to the other person as a person like what you know, what's the secret what are the tricks so actually this spe- your netflix special is useful if you're currently dating it does provide usable data it, it is usable because i went on the road for a year and a half asking people their ex and they are the ick is both reasonable and unreasonable to me at the same time. Like when I had one woman, she said a guy took her to a concert and the band came on stage and he made the heart shape with his hands. Yeah. That was it. And she was like, can't do it. And I'm like, that is That's ridiculous. amazing. <laughs> By the way, if Kathy were to write a dating book, it would be called Ick. These aren't gross things. It's not like, oh, he farted no. and no, it smelled no. like, no, it's, no. it's he, uh, he gave me flowers too soon. You're out. Right, right. Or one the, woman said, "Go ahead." One woman said that she got the ick because he was um, he he was getting on the highway and no one would let him merge in. <laughs> and I'm like, that is fantastic. Like, that's just reasonable and unreasonable at the same time. I get it. It's not his fault, though. Or was he no, just not he should be enough? able to he's get not, in He's there. not charismatic yeah, right. enough. Yeah. I kind of get it. Uh, Jared, I, I, sorry to keep bringing it back to the Burt uh, conversation, but I, there's no something problem. rang true when, when you guys were on the uh, on the podcast the other day, and you we were discussing the lack of hobbies, really, and, and said maybe um, scrolling through your phone is a hobby or drinking is a hobby, and, and Burt said having sex with his wife is a hobby. Um, but And so I, that resonated with me, but if you could... If you could pick a hobby, something that you you have always wanted to do, but just have never had the discipline or whatever to go forward with, is there anything out there that you would love to try? And man, I would love to make that a hobby. So I've been playing golf recently. Like I, I've I've made the great white man migration towards <laughs> golf. That's my that's my passion. You, you just hit Preston's passion. Yeah, yeah, that's my my thing is golf. I I I, I my dad golfs. Every day, twice a day. My brother's a good golfer. And I just want to be my my aspirations are as sad as my fitness aspirations. Like when someone's like, oh, what do you want to get in shape? I'm like, I just want to fit in a T-shirt. Really all I want. Like with golf, like I just want to keep up. Yeah. Um, Like I just don't want to be a burden on a group of four. Yeah. And that's really I'm trying. I'm going to play here in Kentucky. You you will be for a little while. It's the way it's the way you start, and that's all there is to it. But you've got to know, and this is just a helpful tip. You got to know when to pick up the ball and stop and, and move on, and and, and, and scrap this one because eventually you will be playing all the way through every single time. But it's you just got to go through this year or two process <laughs> of just being that guy. And and that, but, but that you I'm know, okay with. Okay, I am. I am great at sitting in the cart and drinking. 
That's that I'm that's good. a big part you of the game. Been making fun of other people. Yeah. <laughs> that is a big part of the game too. Uh, but that will that will serve you well down the road as far as a a hobby, especially a guy who's on the road like you who pulls in and has essentially a day to kill, and before you right. got to work that night uh, or you're in for a weekend, it's perfect for right. you. Right? Yeah. You know, I my my other hobby that I'm trying to get away from is having five martinis. <laughs> so <laughs> alcohol is. <laughs> right. This, Listen, this I, is my, my great passion speak, is inebriation. Is, is eating um, about 17 olives with blue cheese stuffed in them. <laughs> spending the rest of the day on the toilet. That's my uh, where, do you, where do you stand with olive stuffings? Do you like uh, do you like garlic in there or pimento or just the blue cheese? Or do you try some different ones? I like it simple because of my Jewish tummy. Um, the pimento is... <laughs> Really, as far as I get, you know, the blue cheese, I could do one, but that's like eating a grenade. That's like legit. <laughs> you, you are right. You are spot hey, on. Jared, I wanted to go back to Penn State for a second because uh, within the past week or so, you know, people, kids are headed back to school. I just sent my uh, youngest son to Westchester University, which is not too far away, but I've run into several people who their kids are headed off to Penn State mm-hmm. for their freshman year. They are on their way. This is it. Moving out of the house. Whole new experience. Did you, did you do your entire college? career at, at uh, Penn uh, Penn State four years at Penn State okay um, I I had the best time of my life um, I made all my good friends still you know we still keep in touch That's I awesome. mean I went back with Bert and I opened for him at the Bryce Jordan Center sold out wow. 4,000 people wow uh, we he pulled the tour bus up to champs <laughs> and we got those you know those drinks that they have there and we got him to go. It was a great time. And, and I, I will say, I, I know I did college right when I remember I was second semester and someone was like telling me that they got all the materials for the class. And I was like, where did you get these materials? And they're like, yeah, you just go on like your your portal. And I go, what's a portal? And they were like, and they were like you've been here a semester and you don't know the portal? And I was like, ah, maybe I'm behind on this thing. Yeah, I, I, I felt like such an idiot in college. Like, I, I, I really... I, I got by, I was an econ major, which was the only one you didn't need a GPA requirement to get into the business school. So that was like a nice life hack. And now like I do comedy and people are like, oh, business major from Penn. And yeah. I'm like, yep, go Penn Tigers. <laughs> what what do you, so so the kids that are headed off uh, for for this adventure, what what do you need to tell them about? Happy Valley and, and Penn State and, and anything oh. anything you want to share. Um, and I, I guess like just I I don't know I, I go, go meet meet as many people as possible and someone and and I have this thing called and I can't say the word on the air but FTG mode and I think that's very easy to get down. I call it FTG mode where it's like F that guy mode. Okay. Yeah, you just yeah. see someone and you just immediately hate them and I <laughs> I say and it's a young man's quality where you're just like. F that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I was from Boston, which, you know, there, at the time there wasn't a lot of like, it was everyone knew each other from Pittsburgh suburbs or Pence or Philadelphia suburbs. And they all had this, like, you know, they could talk about sports and stuff in a way that I didn't know the, you know, the, the, the local stuff. So I was much an outsider. So I guess my best advice is, uh, 
enjoy it and just get away from looking at someone and being like, F that guy, because they might be your friend. And like, you know, to me, I, I always thought the biggest losers were the ones that like senior year, they're like, can you believe my best friends lived on my dorm floor? I'd be like, yeah, I can believe it. You don't have a personality. You never got out of your dorm floor. Uh Oh, just so happens. Penn State set me up with my best friends of my life. I'm like, yeah, just so happens. You don't know how to say hello to a new person. So that's true. Um, um, you, so, uh, you wrote for Bro Bible, right? The website. I've written for a lot of places. Yeah, uh, and so so I assume that that's as as a comedian developing the jobs that came first, right? Writing for. Well, you know what I would do is, and again, this was the business, you know, the marketing side of me is I the internet always. I knew the internet was direct to consumer, direct to the person. Uh-huh. So my thought was I want to be weekly funny on a weekly basis. So how do I be funny on a weekly basis and pick up new people to come to Jared Freed Island? And that's <laughs> going Netflix is that. I'm going on Netflix to showcase my funnies. So hopefully people follow me and come to a show. So I've been doing this now for 13 years where I would write for Bro Bible, Total Frat Move, uh Betches, which yeah. again co-produced the special. Um I and then that turned into me doing stuff on Instagram and yelling at the bachelor. So always a weekly thing where I'm just here to be funny. I'm just here for you to read at your desk while you're eating your lunch. I'm here for you to listen to during the day, just like you guys, a podcast, a radio show is a way of putting your brain on the shelf and letting us take the wheel. So that that was always my concern was like, okay, no one's casting me. No one is saying, Jared, I was, you know, I'm not good looking enough to be the lead. I'm not wacky enough to be the friend. So no one wanted to cast me. So it was like, how do I create refillable things that I can be funny with? I yell at charcuterie, for God's sake. Last time I was on, (laughs) I'm talking about charcuterie and I call myself the board lord. These are crazy, stupid things that I don't mind doing. Did you watch Hard Knocks? Did you see that guy, how he pronounced charcuterie? Charcucci or something? I love it. I love it. Well, listen, it's all clearly paying off. I mean, it's, yeah. it's awesome. And again, from from uh, charcuterie boards to Netflix and playing large, uh, beloved venues, yeah. uh, you're, you're you're definitely going in the right direction. And the special, 37 and Single, which is out on Netflix. Um, awesome. Jared, it is always a blast to talk to you, sir. Uh, and looking you guys- forward to to that gig in October. About you you guys are the best. I want to come back in October if you'll have me. But yes. you guys have always been good to me. And I got to thank you. Uh, really, thank you, thank you, thank you. This has been, you know, going around to different shows that I've been on and calling them up. And it's been kind of the thank you tour. It, you know, I'm going to start crying like Bert in a second. <laughs> I uh, No, but I really, it means the world that you guys have been such a, uh, a really good friend to me so i really appreciate you guys anytime my man all right october 20th at the fillmore jared free have a great weekend man we'll see you soon ah he is the best he is the best all right the special's funny thank you uh we are gonna take a break we're gonna come back in a second and uh we have some stuff to give away and the connoisseur is on the way what's going on in the world of rock You'll find it at WMMR.com, your one-stop outlet for all the rock news you need to know. WMMR.com, where FOMO goes to die. Preston and Steve, their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web, PrestonandSteve.com. 
Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Stephen only sells real natural earthborne diamonds. Well, you're right. But Stephen will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earthborne diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Stephen Singer Jewelers, online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So, uh, we're going to get to the connoisseur in a moment, but the other day, we put out a wellness check for someone. We did. And I can't, I don't believe he's calling in for that. No, I don't think so. I don't think he's calling in for that at all. I think he's calling in because it's someone's birthday today. I sure hope so. Ladies and gentlemen, let's see if it's really him. Gary Lauer, good morning. Happy birthday, sweet day. Thank you, Gary. How are you? Oh, I'm just wonderful now. I got to speak to my number one girl. You're the best. Wow. You're the best mom in the world. Uh, Thanks, Gary. Oh. Gary, Gary, do you know we were we were worried about you? We'd actually mentioned on the I air. Heard, I heard okay. yesterday Mike Mike from uh, the Mike uh, the, the limousine Mike told me and he called me and uh, I told him I called today and told my family I missed him. All right. I'm doing well. I'm going for a nuclear test Tuesday morning. Congrats. Nuclear test. So what are you, you, you going to set up? Test. Uh, oh, no, you're, you're, um, okay. You're getting a, a, a medical oh, test. I, I thought, thought he was going to go work uh, opening up his own reactor, nuclear <laughs> power plant, Oppenheimer. How's everybody doing? Hey, doing Nick. Hey, Casey. Hey. How's doing everybody? Casey. Hold on, one at a time. Let's, uh, Nick. How are you I'm, doing? I'm great. How are you, Gary? I'm good, young man. Okay, I'm going to Top Golf tonight. You want to golf with me? Uh, I'd rather put something else. I'd rather put something else in the hole eighteen times. Ah, he was ready to go. He was ready. Gary had a usable line ready to go, dude. Wow, Preston, I'll hit the front nine now. I'll come back and hit the other back nine later. All right, sounds good, Gary. First First one one was better. better. Yeah, first one was better. That's all good. Second one wasn't bad. Yeah, that's 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 so good. How's your game, Preston? Going well. I played yesterday, actually, Gary, and I played decent. I played at a Sandy Run Golf Club. Some uh, uh, some people invited me out and uh, shot an eighty, so I was happy with that. It's all right. Do you, Gary? Do you play any courses you could get pressed in on? You're getting better, Press. Yeah, actually, Gary did offer me. There's a course in Junietta Park. That's right, the best. The best. Uh, look, this is the best uh, golf course in the city of Philadelphia for, for a city-owned golf course. Huh. Yeah, he, he, uh, it's underrated. He got me around a golf there. I is never it? played it, but he got me around well, a golf that's cool. That's yeah. very generous. Yeah. yeah, man, that's what I do. I'm a giver, man. You know, you have mm. givers and takers, and you guys are givers, too. And I want Aww. to tell you I love my family, man. Uh, you guys are great, man. Awesome, Gary. Thanks, man. Well, we're glad you're doing well, man. We were legi- legitimately worried. So, hey, okay. hey, listen, let's just 
for the heck of everything. Mm-hmm. Can you just tell Eric Simon to give me a call, please? I need my barbecue tickets next month. He, he oh, we'll take, yeah, that's yeah, 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 I, yeah. I, he, he, he gives me four. I play center field, man. I'm the center fielder every that's year, cool. man. He play, it's his tribute to uh, uh, John Fogarty. Oh, okay. Yeah. Play well, the position I play. I'm always center field. I got the best view of the stage. Oh, I oh. can see the both uh, screens. Oh, it's the best place ever. Gary, I like being out on the lawn, especially shows like that because you get great views of the city. It's a it's a really nice place to be. It's the best. The Nick McElwain. It's the best, bro. And <laughs> no pun intended. It's the Nick McElwain. They call it too. Yeah. If you have to use the men's room, you can just go right to the fence. Sure. <laughs> I didn't tell you that. Uh, who do you usually go to the MM barbecue with, uh, Gary? I take, Bill. I take three, three of my best friends. I've probably taken three cops with me this year. Ah, taking now, three cops did you take three cops, or did they have you there in handcuffs? <laughs> yo, re, yo, remember when you guys did the uh, camp out and they stopped me because I had bullets? Yes, yes. yeah, we do. <laughs> As a Gary was handing out. He's laughing. It was a, it was a sweet gesture, but he was handing out bullets. No, there was a song called something. Uh, Cadillac Brent Porsche does that song called Bolts in My Hand. Yeah. And I, and that oh. was, I, I did it from that, whatever, whatever, whatever. Uh, I got you. Hey, so let me ask the birthday girl, what you got planned for today, sweet tea? Uh, I, I, we're going to go to the shore. I'm hoping that the weather clears up and uh, probably have a margarita or seven. Oh, you're the best. <laughs> I, hope, I, hope, I, hope, I hope Dennis is treating you Teaches you very. Uh, I hope Dennis treats you well. A wonderful weekend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, or or yeah. teaches you. What well. are you doing this weekend, Gary? I'm just no. I haven't drank alcohol since January, so I'm just sounds good like for you, you know what? It's crazy. I was going to say something. You sounded um, more lu- No, like but, but more lucid. Well, yeah. Look, man, I've been drinking since I was 15 years old, man. I just had enough, man. You Dude, know? that, Gary, that is awesome. Yeah. Congratulations, I mean, I quit, man. I mean, I quit drugs for like 25 years ago, cold turkey, and mm. I did the same thing with alcohol. <laughs> I mean, I had to shake for a while, quit. but I have to get over it. Cool, mean, man. You had to shake. Yeah. Quit and then you uh, slowed down. Well, 26 years ago, you, you made sure to redefine what you considered drugs, and then 25 years ago, no, no, listen, this is awesome, man, and we're, we're glad you, 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 in general, feel better? Oh, I'm great. I'm, I'm eating fruit, vegetables. <laughs> I, I'm a, look, I, I I cook like there's nobody's business. I make three course meals every day, man. Uh, I mean, look, I, I I got a good thing here, man. I, All right. I and, my hey, are you working? What's that? Are you working? I'm not able to work because I can't walk. I haven't been able to walk for two years well, now. That's not good. I can't can walk. walk from, I can walk from here to my 7-Eleven down the street, and that's it. If anybody remember- knows what a cho- a Charlie horse is, a Charlie horse, yeah. yeah. I smile when you get one of them Charlie horse. That's my whole let my whole leg feels like a Charlie horse. Is, I, I, I can't even move. Is that what the nuclear medicine thing well, is they're for? Gonna find out. They're going to find out t- Tuesday, and if I'm able to go under the knife for my uh, my look, they're going to find out Tuesday with all the tests if I'm able to go under the uh, anesthesia for the surgery, huh. and mm-hmm. I'm going for the surgery, ladies and gentlemen, my family, uh, two days after our barbecue. All right. Wow. All right. So, so you figure the barbecue Saturday, Sunday's rest day, Gary's going in. I'm going to do, get everything done Monday or Tuesday, that Monday or Tuesday. And, that, and, and hoping that this surgery will fix everything up and your well, leg will they, be better? Well, that's what they said. They want to put a stent in my leg, but they, they might, now they might put like, they, they, Steve might know, they, they take a, they do something with the vein. It goes yeah. in through your crotch area. Right. Oh, my, yeah, yeah. My, oh, through my, your main vein. Yeah. yeah. My, no. Oh, my dad actually, they, they did something, you yeah. know, close to his heart. Three, they they go up through the groin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Three main arteries that go up and down your legs, ladies and gentlemen. And one of the arteries is a little clogged, so they're going to put one of them stints in, I think. Yeah. But we, we listen, oh, it, man. The, the good news is this is a very standard procedure, Gary, and I hope it yields the results you're oh. looking for. 
if it's cool, if it's cool, you guys, I'll call you Wednesday to let you know how I made out. Oh, yeah. Yes. We yeah, most definitely. definitely. We want to yeah. know. Okay? Hey, I just want to tell you, thank you for reaching out to me a week ago or a couple days ago to answer. I was very kind to you. I just want to say thank you very much. Well, thank if you. it's been a few months and we're just curious and we well, just want to make sure everything's okay. Well, I think the world of you, Preston, and I, right. I love everybody there. I think you are my family. I have oh. nobody but you guys. You oh. are my family. All right. Well, and I don't want to get emotional because you guys are going to make me cry. <laughs> go. I'll see you at the barbecue, and uh, I'll be. Uh, can I be a judge too, man? You can judge the barbecue. What? How do we judge the barbecue? We have that judging thing. Yeah. Well, I want to be there for you guys. Okay. okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll meet you out on the lawn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a ticket, yeah. Okay. <laughs> now he's doing Johnny. Tommy for Okay, Gary. Hey, hey, Preston, thank you very much, everybody. Kathy, enjoy your weekend. Okay, you thanks, Gary. You're the best, babe. I would have never. The best. You know, I ne- you know, I never forgot calling you. Wish you a happy birthday every year. Thanks, every Gary. Year you got that. Thank right? you, Your Honor. That's right. That's right. All right, thank. All right, Gary. Take care, man. Have a good weekend. Have a great day. Right. I was there. Yeah. There he goes, Gary Lauer. And it was interesting you mentioned that case. Yeah, yeah. he did see. He yeah. started right off with a solid golf joke. I'm like, yeah, wow. yeah. How about there that? A couple of things that I was like, hang on a second. <laughs> What the hell? What's good? Oh, what the hell's he well, not drinking? Do you like my idea, What's he though? Not drinking? Casey, Oppenjammer? Yeah. Oppenjammer. Mm-hmm. He got his jam bag. Yeah. So he, because then he's doing the nuclear thing. That's not a bad idea. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, well, that was nice. Uh, but we do another have... connoisseur. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, another connoisseur. We had one connoisseur. Now another one. It's time for the connoisseur. Part two. All right. I do have some stories from the world of food that I would like to share with your friends. And uh, this one's an interesting one. Uh, Parmigiano-Reggiano. Yay! Italy's renowned cheese. It's one of the most counterfeited cheeses in the world. What do they counterfeit it with? Uh, Crappier cheese. So the move is a, what they're doing, it's an innovation from the Parmigiano, uh, Parmigiano-Reggiano. From the Department of Cheese? Consortium. Oh. Actually, it's the Parmigiano-Reggiano uh, Consortium. The PRC, the association which oversees production, which has been trying for a century to fight off cheaper imitations that do not follow the exacting requirements to make the real deal. Mm. So you should hear what they're doing for this. It's it's pretty wild. So the cheese, by the way, which can trace its history back to the Middle Ages, uh, gained the EU's prized protected designation of origin status in 1996. And under those rules, Parmigiano-Reggiano, the only kind which can be called Parmesan within Europe, by the way, must be made in a small part of, of northern Italy, including uh-huh. in provinces of Parma and Reggio Emilia. So it's kind of like a champagne classification. Uh, or bourbon. Now, or the, bourbon used to be that way. The anyway. knockoff is called Parmesan. Parmesan Cathy Romano, right? Ah, <laughs> there is a Romano cheese. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, in addition, uh, the wheels of cheese, which weighs on average of about uh, uh, 80 pounds or almost 90 pounds, have to be matured for at least 12 months in a mountain area and are tested by experts two years after production to ensure they make the grade. Given the strict rules in attaining the certification, such delicacies usually sell for higher prices, making it an, an enacting market for copycats. So, the PRC estimates that the annual global sales of counterfeit cheese Lay it on me. reaches about $2 billion. Oh, wow. That is absolutely insane. So here's what they are doing. They are creating microtransponders about the size of a grain of salt right. that are inserted into the labels found on the rind of 120,000 wheels of Parmigiano-Reggiano cheese. So they can trace it now. 
Is there any way to cause this cheese to explode? Oh, I don't know. Uh, the Remotely. Micro, uh, the, yeah, kind of yeah, like right. uh, the Kingsman where they exactly. would put that implant in your neck. Exactly. Uh, the microchips are food safe but are unlikely to be eaten given their location in the cheese's hard skin, which is made from the milk protein cassian. Uh, the chips work as long-lasting, scannable food tags that allow customers to track their product back to where it originated. It, so, but you could you could hypothetically ingest this tag and it wouldn't cause any issue. Uh, yeah, it says that. Um, yeah, they are uh, they are food safe, but they they most likely won't be in because they're in right. the rind of it. So, uh, and they're so small. Um, so they uh, are embedded uh, directly into a QR code label. Wow! And they function like tiny digital anchors for physical items. Hi, uh, Steve. You just uh, spent some time in Europe not that long ago. And, yes. And one thing that I've uh, learned to appreciate over the years is uh, these like departments of culture that uh, countries like uh, France. And Italy have it's pretty amazing. They, they take these designations and the quality really seriously. It's the rep of the country. Yeah, and, it, and so they, much is predicated on these things, and it's put on the label. And so um, I understand why they take it, uh, why they treat it as importantly as they do. How good yeah. is cheese? Yeah, <laughs> and cheese. Awesome. Christ, like I was about to have a cheese only dinner last night. I remember one the one time the first time I, I actually actively went and bought Parmigiano Reggiano. I was at De Bruno Brothers right, oh. in Italian Market, and I walk in and I'm like, "Yeah, you know, well, let's get some let's get some Parmesan, you know." So they get some, and and so they I ask them for Parmesan and they they give me Parmigiano Reggiano, and I have a slice that's about like this big, and it was like twenty five dollars, oh, and I, and I'm like, <laughs> okay, it was, it was like sticker shock. It was like that the time I bought that tea that was a hundred dollars, Tivana, yeah, and I'm just like, oh, <laughs> well, of course, that's yeah, how much I, this costs. I can afford this, people. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I never, I did not know how expensive some cheeses could be. And Reggiano's one of them. It's yeah, not cheap. Yeah. yeah I, I, not cheap. I even like low, like, uh, like, um, um, what is the one that I like? Uh, Pepper Jack. Right? Oh, I love yeah. the Pepper Jack. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, anyhow, a very interesting thing about uh, Parmigiano. Did not know that. Reggiano. Two billion dollars. All right. You guys want to give something away? Yeah. All right. Let's do a food clip. And if you can identify what movie this food clip is from, we have a prize. Now, I'll let you choose. Yep. Well, you, either, you can either have beer or tickets to see Sting and Shaggy. We only have one pair. Okay. For the Sting and Shaggy show. But you have to first identify this movie food clip. Have coffee. We, we've done that we one. We did that one? Oh, yep. God damn it. Okay. Ne- never mind. How about this one? Do over. Let's try this one. Identify this Movie. Let me tell you something, mister. Unlike you outside of cigarettes, I only have one vice and a good chili dog is it. So please pipe down and let me enjoy my lunch in peace. All right, <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know what that is from. Order up. Now, you mentioned explosions, Steve. Yes. Watermelons can offer a nice explosion of flavor in your mouth, but they shouldn't spontaneously combust. Oddly enough, that is what some fans of the popular fruit are worried about following several consumer reports of foaming watermelons this month. Like rabid watermelons? Emily Durbin, a Florida resident, posted about one such ominous-looking fruit this week on a Facebook group called Mommy Needs a Recipe. Durbin shared a photo of a sizable watermelon perched on her kitchen counter with white foam oozing out of it. Oh, that would 
It looked like one of those pods in Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Mm -hmm. She wrote, we bought this watermelon yesterday at Walmart. My husband left for work around 6 a.m. And when I walked into the kitchen around 9 a.m., this is what I walked into. Come on, a Walmart watermelon? The white stuff was a foamy, bubbly substance. The yellow juice was chunky and thick. Mm. The odor was absolutely foul, and it reminded me of vomit, she said. I'm getting hungry. Are they sure it was a watermelon? Yeah. When Durbin picked up the fruit to toss... hobo. To toss it in the trash, she said she felt rumbling on the inside of it. Oh, my God. But was perplexed because the watermelon hadn't been around any heat sources. Uh, many Facebook users commented on Durbin's post to say that they had also experienced an exploding watermelon in recent weeks. Did it, in fact, detonate? Uh, no, but somebody wrote, my melon was on the counter, and it must have already been bad when I got it. The next day, I came down to an awful smell and a rotten and rotten melon everywhere. It- it was disgusting, and anytime I get something, I cut it up right away now. Another left a, the following comment that said, this happened to me once. It was leaking yet, but when I cut into it, it literally exploded. Hmm. Uh, the biggest bang I've ever heard and scared the crap out of me. Huh. Uh, I've seen them explode when they put like uh, thousands ba- of rubber bands yes, on them. And yeah. stuff, but I've and never heard just, of it. The, the, the uh, aggregate pressure. Yeah. Yeah. I did see a video on the gram last week, uh, and I want to try this. Uh, Press, I don't know. By the way, I'll explain why these are exploding. Oh, do do that, and then I'll uh, do my thing. Okay, so it's something on Instagram. We'll get back to that on Casey. But uh, Keith Schneider, Ph.D., professor in the Food Sciences and Human Nutrition Department of the University of Florida. I'm in the watermelon division. Says this isn't the first time he's heard of foaming or exploding watermelons. Quite common. He said this... This is probably due to the heat. He said the fruit, if slightly damaged, can be fermenting. If enough fermentation occurs, which produces gas, enough internal pressure may build up uh, for the watermelon to crack or pop. He said that excessive summer heat can wreak havoc on the quality of some produce, calling it an unexpected consequence of climate change. As part of the fermentation process, if certain microorganisms are introduced into the watermelon, they convert to sugar, or they convert sugar into alcohol. He said it's the same process that happens in beer and winemaking, and the offshoot of this process is CO2 gas. Mm-hmm. And the thing that puts the bubbles in beer, that's what it is. Eventually, an explosion can take place, especially if the wound heals over and pressure is allowed to build up inside, so it's fermenting inside. My favorite part of the watermelon is the wound. The wound. <laughs> Yeah. All right, Case. All right, so on Instagram, I saw this impress. I don't know what this uh, contraption is called, but it's essentially a plug. And I saw them do this into a watermelon where they put the cylinder plug in and they, you know, they, they, they twist it and turn it and then they pull a big chunk of watermelon it's out. It's like a, like a core remover. Yeah, core right. remover. Okay. Yeah. So they core it and then he took a blender and then blended the inside and turned it blender. into, yes, like a hand mixer. Oh, a hand mixer. Okay. okay. Sorry, a hand mixer. And then, so they hand mix everything on the inside. Yeah. And then they turn it into a drink. They just stuck a straw in there. No, they turn it into a drink? Yes. Yeah. Interesting. They threw up. <laughs> and then they, th- <laughs> then they vomited. Why did I do that? Uh-huh. But, Kath, for somebody like you, yeah. on your birthday, maybe you can throw a little margarita mix in there, a in little there? Uh, tequila. Yeah, I love that. I have um, yellow watermelon today in my fruit. Yellow? Really? Wait, what? Yeah. Yellow watermelon. Yes. Was that so it's, weird. Where it's the first it? time I've had it. And uh, <laughs> if you didn't open your eyes and see the color, it would taste the same. I Just love like watermelon. Okay. Just like watermelon. Are you all watermelon fans? Yeah. Yes. I'm a massive watermelon yeah, fan. It, it is uh, 
Uh, but you know, it's that one of those things. It's you got to be right in the pocket. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And uh, though they say, "Oh, you can buy watermelon year round," yeah. no, no, yeah, yeah, no. We um eat a lot of it, especially during the summertime. And you ever had like a watermelon feta uh, yes. salad? Yeah, good that's salad. good. He's really, really cucumbers good. Cucumbers in that too? You can. Yeah. Okay. Crazy. Yeah. Um, we put a little uh, mint. Uh, in Ooh. ours and feta and uh, and a little bit of uh, balsamic. Can you rub that on your ass cheeks? Good stuff. Yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. I, nothing can stop. I don't know what's going to do for you, but you can do that. You know, physically, you you are capable of doing that. Can you stand in front of a watermelon and pleasure yourself? By the way, even if these watermelons aren't exactly actually fermenting, a bacterial or fungal mold disease has gotten into the fruit. Oh. Normally, the inside of the fruit is protected by the rind, but there are a few diseases that may find their way inside uh, soon after the flower experiences fruit set. Does that fungal mold add to the taste at all? Uh, the fruit will usually not explode in this scenario unless the entry hole is entirely plugged up. Mm, it's so, good fungal mold. Uh, so <laughs> it can actually explode. So, oh yeah, we're looking at the uh, the thing they did with the watermelon case. It looks good. Yeah. Do you guys remember uh, when uh, with oranges, do you remember a it, 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 what made me think of it is the core thing that you said. It was like a um, uh, essentially you, you you stuck it into the, the orange and it had a, um, you could like dr- a straw. You, you could, could drink, you could drink oranges. the juice out of yes. the orange. Yeah, those were yeah. good. It was great. However, However, if, as you started to get down towards the end of it, Preston, yeah. your, your skull would implode from totally. Yeah, yeah. We did that with um, like candy sticks, uh, like lollipop did, sticks. What did you do with them? We would, st- what, but not uh, oranges, but we would do it with uh, lemons. Oh. Do the same exact oh, yeah, thing. Yeah. It was like a candy stick that okay. would, had ah. a. Uh, we did a that hole with pregnancy it. test. You <laughs> would do that too. Wait, candy stick like a, like a pixie stick type? No, thing no, okay. it's like a lollipop in a stick form that ate, basically was a oh, straw as well. Okay, and the. Because of the sugar oh. involved, it wasn't so uh, bitter yes, when you sour. Were the, yeah, and sour. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Oh. Interesting. And there it goes. All right, let's see if somebody can answer the question, what movie is this clip from? Let me tell you something, mister. Unlike you outside of cigarettes, I only have one vice, and a good chili dog is it. So please pipe down and let me enjoy my lunch in peace. All right, let's see if we have an answer to that. We're going to go to Larry, see if he knows you. Larry, good morning. Good morning, Gadzooks. Gadzooks. Hey. Right, Larry, what you, Larry? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I never expect that when you play that. Uh, Larry, what movie is that from? The Blues Brothers. And that is incorrect. Oh, oh. you, Larry. Uh, <laughs> we send him off with this. All right. F*** you, Larry. All right. Sorry, Larry. No, we're going to go to Ted next. Hey, Ted, good morning. Good morning. Uh, good morning to see you. Ted, <laughs> what movie is that from? I'm going to say Dragnet. It is Dragnet. Yeah. yeah. So Dan Aykroyd was in the Blues Brothers. Uh, but he got it right. So what would you like, Ted? I want to sting, see Sting and Shaggy. Oh, right. Well, then got I got a pair on. of tickets for you as MMR Rock Sting and Shaggy headlining the One Fine Day, a one-day festival at The Man on Saturday, September 9th. It's two stages, including G-Love, Special Sauce, Thundercat, and many more. Tickets are on sale now via Ticketmaster, and you can get all the details at WMMR.com. All right. Uh, let's play another movie clip. Gotcha. I think we have five of these all together uh, before we uh, give away everything. So here is another clip. Let's see if you can name the movie. Give us a bottle of your finest champagne, five shrimp cocktails, and some bread for my brother. We have a Dom Perignon, $70. That'll be fine, pal. All right. Uh, so <laughs> what happened to the price there? Yeah, that got cut off there. Yeah, all right. You said $70. Uh, it There's should a be, little it's like $120, yeah. I think is what he said. All right, anyway, 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know what movie that is from. Order up. So I saw this story this morning. 
Uh, a company called Juicy Marbles. Juicy Marbles. Is a company taking a decidedly different approach to the plant-based meat replacements. Uh, since its inception, uh, the company has focused on shockingly realistic plant-based imitations of whole beef muscle cuts like filet or loin. But its current project goes even deeper into the simulation by adding a grisly detail, and that is bones. Uh-huh. Okay, so plant-based meat with bones. So these guys are sticking their bones in meat? Something like that. Juicy Marbles has developed plant-based ribs, bones, and all. Obviously, the company has always targeted meat eaters with its products as it aims to recreate plant-based versions of carnivore dishes. What do you... uh, Are the bones made of anything edible? I'm going to tell you about that. But adding bones into the mix is new territory, and the bones will be edible. Now, the bones are Uh soy-based. They're meant to be baked or fried once the meat has been eaten to enjoy as a crispy snack Afterwards. Do you know what I read? And it's an interesting thing. The uh, So you think of Beyond and you think of uh, Impossible. Mm-hmm. Um, those actually don't, they aren't really purchased by people who are vegetarian and vegan um, because they don't like that. The idea taste of to eating, begin with. The, the right. idea of, yeah. of eating, even even the simulated exactly. idea of eating meat anymore. Because some people, some people do it for ethical issues. Other and people that would do be it, me. Yeah, yeah, and other people do it for... Uh, but you eat hamburgers. I do. Stuff. I'm saying, like, so my attraction to the beyond and, and, and the impossible is... is is like I'm fine with a veg, with a vegetable burger, you right. know. But uh, so that that was never the issue. But it it is it is interesting to think that people just are naturally repulsed by the taste of what a burger is or, or a beef. Right. Right, uh, but some people do are go vegan for ethical reasons yeah. and some for um, for uh, health reasons. Right, uh, but uh, yeah, these guys are marketing towards meat eaters who might be doing a healthy. That's uh, interesting. Yeah, was, I, wanna, so, I hope it takes off. So mock bones, mock, yeah, yeah. Uh, in vegetarian dishes, yeah, such as uh, Satan based. Is it oh, Satan? Satan. I love Satan. This beast. Not Satan. No, <laughs> meat eaters. Guess what? I'm back with bones. Bones, the bones of the children. <laughs> Thank you, Satan. Oh, by the way, you like that sauce? <laughs> what is it? How do you pronounce it, Nick? Satine. 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 Satan based chicken wings. But in those cases, the bones were made of fibrous sugar cane stalks that weren't technically edible. They were just there for structural integrity. Uh, Juicy Marbles is uh, being a little bit cheeky with the whole thing. The co-founder, Vladimir Mikovich, right. said to some bones, uh, wait, to some bones <laughs> from plants uh, may be an ideological provocation, but we shouldn't take these things too seriously. It's just fun. Bones invite you to eat with your hands. To people who would say such thing, I say these nuts. And <laughs> And share food with the whole table. Uh, so they're going to release 500 packages of new, new plant-based ribs on August 28th. You have to sign up for the email list on the website to get a chance to purchase them. A link will be emailed out to the first uh, on the on the 28th to those who signed up, and it'll be first come, first served deal. Preston, so I, I, and Connor, is this a, in fact a picture of what we're talking about here? Because this looks hey Connor, astonishingly authentic. Is it Connor? Is this the product? 
that we have pictures of? Yes. Okay. That's it's pretty amazing. Pretty convincing. Yeah, it yeah. looks real. Um, so Wilson's brought by uh, plant-based shrimp on Tuesday. Yeah. What'd you think? Uh, I, it was good. It was, it was good. It was definitely good. And you know, um, Wilson's makes the, <laughs> I know you agree, Preston, my favorite cheesesteak that has, no, it's beyond uh, or impossible. It's impossible. amazing. But he was saying that, uh, that a guy came in who hadn't had shrimp in 25 years. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know for what reason. Maybe an allergy. It uh, could be an allergy. And that's yeah. what I, that's where I was kind of going with this is, you know, my son, I think we, he's allergic to certain uh, seafoods and stuff. Huh. And so this is a great option. So people who are not, uh, not vegetarians, uh, who might just have dietary restrictions, this is great for them. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. So we need to find out what movie this clip is from. And let's see if you know. Give us a bottle of your finest champagne. Five shrimp cocktails and some bread for my brother. We have a Dom Perignon 71 at $120. That'll be fine, pal. All right, let's see if you know what movie that is from. We will go to Chase and see if he knows. Hi, Chase. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Chase, what movie is it? Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That is incorrect, sir. Sorry. And we will go to one more caller. It's Daryl. Hey there, Daryl. Good morning, Ed, again. Good morning, Ed, to see you. All right. <laughs> Daryl, what movie is it? I'd hate to say it, but the guy said it right before. That was The Blues Brothers. You are correct, sir. Yes. Pee Wee Herman there. That, Herman. Exactly. Yeah, that's Paul Rubens, who wow. says the Dom Perignon, uh, $71 at $120. That's Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. Hang on the line, Daryl. We got something for you. We got a case of Trogues Perpetual. At Trogues, artisanal meets mechanical in a taste of IPA they call Perpetual. Cycling through hop back vessel and dry hopping method, this bold imperial pale ale emerges rife with sticky citrus rind, pine balm, and tropical fruit. All right. <laughs> Wait. Or, oh, yeah. Oh, hold on. Quick. Hold oh. on. Oh, right. Is that restaurant also in Chicago? Uh, yes. The Chez Paul? Yeah. Is I that what it's it called? I, I think oh, I have so. no idea. Uh, I just, uh, the, the reason why that guy said, maybe said Ferris Bueller was that they also go to a fancy restaurant in Chicago and are out of place. And mm-hmm. uh, I was just, it, it occurred to me that it's similar scenes, you know what? different Nick, movies. Nick, they made, I think they made reference to that. So they did a John Hughes documentary, I think it was on A&E, and they were talking about, you know, all the, all the locations that were used because he did film in Chicago a lot. Yeah. And I, uh, yeah. So, I don't so it was know. an homage to the Blues Brothers. Mm. So right. wait a minute. So you're saying that those are the same two restaurants? No, no, no. I'm wondering if the reason why John Hughes did that for Ferris Bueller was oh. to pay respects to the Blues Brothers. Don't know. They were bummed. Order up. So when staffing a new Center City bar, Tapster, the owner, Roman Malaszewski, uh, didn't hire a bartender or cook because Tapster's bar is not a bar in the conventional sense. It is a wall lined with 54 taps of beer, wine, batch cocktails, spiked teas, hard seltzers, kombucha, cold brew coffee and juices, and it's all self-service. It is pretty wild because it, it was the uh, article in the Inquirer had pictures of it. Marissa, have you been there? Nope. Okay. Uh, tapsters, uh, few employees roam the floor to guide customers rather than stand behind the bar or work the stove. I love this uh, because I, listen, I don't, I don't drink, I don't go to bars, but uh, we were at, um, we were at an establishment not that long ago, and there were a lot of people at the bar. I just wanted a diet coke, 
and it's mm-hmm. so takes forever. It, it takes forever, but then also like there's um you you don't want to be like in the bartender's face, but like when the bartender you know yeah. has like looked over you and gone to somebody that just walked up and you've I hate already that. been I I can't stand that, and it's that. not their fault, or or maybe it is. They could be doing that on purpose because they don't like the way you're standing, or you, I don't you know, like the way you look. I don't like the way you look. Well, uh, uh, this will this would certainly remedy a lot of that. Yeah. I've had that happen before. Yeah. Where, where the bartenders clearly looked right at you. Uh-huh. And they're like, I'm not going to serve you next. Uh-huh. You know, I've, I've, I've seen that before. I don't know why. Like, what did I, I think do? it's my face, Kathy. Yeah. Again. <laughs> it's a damn face. I, we walked out of a bar once because they came over and served, uh, like, we ordered maybe, like, four drinks or something, and they served two out of the four and then moved on to somebody else. Never took the credit card, didn't give us the rest of the drinks, and we finished the drinks, and we were like, you know what? Yeah. We're out of here. Go and somewhere else. Uh, so, pour your own setups have been popping up around uh, places is that we already have a few. Uh, Rivertown Taps in Phoenixville, Stumpy's Hatchet House in Westchester. Stumpy's! Uh, Bark Jeez. Social in Maniunk, and Vince's Pizza in Newtown. Is, uh, I, there's I one in Maniunk? Any of these. No, no, I'm not familiar. No. Bark Social is what it's called. I, 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 in Maniunk. Uh, is that Hatchet House? Is, is that a uh, hatchet throwing place, maybe? Uh, Stumpy's Hatchet House in Westchester? Don't know. Could be. Or maybe it's just Stumpy's place. That's Kathy's territory. I don't know. Maybe that's how you got Stumpy. Uh, The thing is that self-service allows people to sample at their own pace. Most of the places have Kitchen, Tapster, uh, which now has three other locations nationally, follows Pennsylvania law by offering food, which is popcorn and reheated empanadas. Ah, interesting. Yes, it is. Oh, it's a uh, hatchet-throwing place? Yeah. Uh, But the bulk of the menu is handed through an arrangement with the Happy Rooster, which is the bar across the street. So there are some places that partner like that. Wait, okay. the Happy Rooster? They had our sandwich. Yes. They made the dar! The dar, yes. way back when. <laughs> I drove by it. Yes. I think it closed for a while. Oh my god, I oh. missed the dar. I thought it did, but yeah. I, I drove by it and, and saw it. It was in the city not long ago, and I'm like, those are the guys that made our old sandwich. What was in the dar? Do you remember? <sighs> meatballs. It was meatballs on uh, buttered garlic bread yeah. with um, um, uh, roasted red peppers yes. um, and yeah. I think, I think, yes. I think provolone, <laughs> sharp provolone maybe. And was there french fries on it as well? That I'm not sure about. Maybe. Yeah. I, I just yeah. remember eating so many of them. We used to go as a show and uh-huh. go to lunch and eat them. I remember by the end yeah. of the run I was like I don't want I'm darned out. <laughs> the dar was pretty popular. That was it a sandwich was. back when we were Y100. We made up the, we came up with the recipe and the the Happy Rooster. We had we had a guy who was there, maybe one of the managers, who agreed to put it on the menu. It was named after the Beastmaster. Oh, uh, damn it! I was going to ask Kathy. I was going to give her a dollar. Uh, she could tell us where we got the name Dar. But <laughs> I thought we got it from a, a guy called that day, and he he on the phone he just goes Dar like that, <laughs> and we started like, making fun of him. I was a listener back then. Yeah. I, I don't think it was Beastmaster. I think it was what Preston said. I think somebody made it a goofy sound. I think it came from that. Yeah. But, but then of course you know yes. But how did it the, become the main a character's sandwich? name was Dar? Uh, we were talking about wanting to get on a menu. And we just picked that because it was something we were well, doing. Yeah, we said, show. let's okay. create something. Yeah. And there happened to be a number of trendy sandwiches. It might have been at the point in time at which uh, Chef Duffy had the best sandwich in the country. And there were a lot of these designer sandwiches that were drawing places in. 
Not sure. Yeah. Uh, so anyhow, um, so yeah, the Happy Rooster. You can uh, you can scan a QR code to order quesadillas, uh, loaded tots, wings, fries, calamari, Caesar salad, the dar, <laughs> um, and fish tacos, and more. And they'll run it across the street for you. So uh, you walk in, you present your ID and credit card at the counter. A tab is opened. You get a tap card linked to the credit card to activate the taps. Uh, peruse the menus shown on TV screens overhead. Drinks are explained more fully at each tap, and then. You pick up a glass and pour whatever you want. It's interesting. I, I, I'd be curious to see how they do in the long run. Yeah. So the 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 variety is broad and prices range from pretty good to high. By the way, this is um, um, Michael Klein who wrote this article. Uh, Sixteen ounce Rolling Rock is two dollars and eighty eight cents. Okay, yeah, what? that's a hell of a deal. Yeah, um, <laughs> and on the <laughs> on the higher end is uh, a brewery. Uh, Omegang's Wit. Oh, yeah. Omegang. Yeah. Omegang's Wit. Yes. Uh, 70 cents an ounce. That comes out to eleven twenty for a pint. Okay. Ugh. That's a little pricey. That's uh, super pricey. They're, uh, they're hiring right now at Tabster Philly. They posted on their Instagram. I wonder... The Tabster! Well, they don't need people to, to serve drinks. They're looking for a shift manager. Okay. Uh, so, there are TVs, but it's not a sports bar. Uh, hours of noon to midnight, Monday to Thursday, noon to 2 a.m. Friday and Saturday, and 1 to 11 p.m. on Sunday as well. Huh. Yeah. All right. Hang on a second. By the way, uh, going back to the uh, Blues Brothers and Ferris Bueller's Day Off, we go to Daniel, who wants to confirm something. Hey, Daniel, good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you today? Good. What's up, buddy? That restaurant from Blues Brothers and Ferris Bueller's Day Off, it's the same restaurant. It's called Biggs. Biggs. Okay. It's not there anymore, but it used to be used for all these TV shows like Early Edition. I live like a block from there, and they'd always film there, and it was a pain in the ass. <laughs> <Wow. laughs> no kidding. Just a traffic jam, yeah. It's oh, a yeah. Great French restaurant, but it was horrible. Okay. And do you, do you live in Chicago now? No, I live in Virginia. Oh, all right. I'm well. in Virginia now. So I've been listening to you guys for a couple of years. You guys are great. Love you guys. I saw you at the Ashore. Oh. oh, man, thank you. We appreciate that. That's awesome, Daniel. Yeah. Thanks, bud. I listen, listen to you on the app, and you guys rock. So. You thank are you the best. Yeah. All right, bud. Thanks for checking in. Chicago! No Chicago! So they were the same restaurant, mm-hmm. but it wasn't named in, I guess, they were probably named different things yeah. in, in the movies. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but it was called Biggs. All right. Interesting. All right. Um, let's play another clip and see if we can give something away. Ready? Yeah. We set? Okay. What movie is this from? Want some bacon? No, man. I don't eat pork. Are you Jewish? No, I ain't Jewish. I just don't dig on swine, that's all. Why not? Pigs are filthy animals. I don't eat filthy animals. Yeah, but bacon tastes good. Pork chops taste good. That's an easy one. 215-263-WMMR. Call now. All right, order up. We'll go with this story. Uh, there's There are restaurants in Saint-Tropez. Saint-Tropez. That are reportedly telling customers reservations cost over $1,500 per person and over $5,000 minimum spend for a table. So if you're going to go in there as a single person on a reservation, you are expected to spend $1,500? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fifty. Yeah, well, uh, five, yeah. Um, hang on. A second. Or is that simply the fee for making a reservation? Reservations cost over fifteen hundred dollars per person and a five thousand dollars minimum to spend at the table. So you're you're looking at sixty five hundred dollars. I would hope that the fifteen hundred is included in that five thousand. What's so good about this place that they can charge that exorbitant fee? No, it's it's several of them. Some of these restaurants are also demanding larger tips or flat out refusing reservations to returning customers whose previous dining experiences didn't result in high enough bills. Sandro Pay can go after. 
protect themselves. Uh, the mayor of Saint Tropez agrees with you, Steve. Sylvia Siri is her <laughs> name. Uh, has started to address these restaurants, pra- these restaurant practices. Uh, Saint Tropez, one of the most expensive places to live in France, is also a popular vacation spot for international travelers and celebrities. You remember that place? Uh, I think it's still around, still doing what they were signing oh, for in Greece. In Greece, yeah, a crazy expense, and they would they would sh- just sort of target people. Yeah, they sucker you in. Yeah, and they don't they don't let you know that these things are as expensive as they right. are, and then they they hold hold you hostage until you can pay your bill. Uh, so according to the mayor, she said uh, these practices are uh, odious for the people and therefore for our clientele, uh, but also for local people. Uh, she said we have already been chased out of our flats and pretty soon we'll be chased out of the restaurants too, unable to eat out. Uh, Siri said that she would begin talking to restaurant owners and warn the restaurants could risk losing their licenses if they were found guilty of extortion and organized racketeering and illegally complying uh, compiling databases of customers. Well, what happens is that, you know, to the tourism side of things, people just, they think, oh, that's what they do there, I'm not going to go. And so other restaurants end up being hurt. So yes, she's smart to sort of uh, try to nip this in the bud. Yeah, that's outlandish. Mm -hmm. All right, we'll see if you know what movie this is from. Want some bacon? No, man, I don't eat pork. Are you Jewish? No, I ain't Jewish. I just don't dig on swine, that's all. Why not? Pigs are filthy animals. I don't eat filthy animals. Yeah, but bacon tastes good. Pork chops taste good. All right, Kevin, what movie's that from, brother? Mark. Yeah! Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, what movie, Kevin? That's an easy one. That's Pulp Fiction. Of course. Yes, hang on a second. Stop talking. Yeah! Yeah. Sammy's got to go. What happened there? That was that new album that's coming out called The Best of Bill Weston. I think Casey calls it Fat Fingers. No, no, what? it's it is uh the touch screen is off. Like you see oh. me hitting dumb and uh Yeah, go ahead. Right, let's see if yeah. it happens again. I need you to stop oh, yeah, talking. Yeah. No kidding. It needs to be recalibrated yeah. where he's actually touching on the touch screen, the, the um cursor now, comes up somewhere. I'm else. hitting hey mister. You ready? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, <laughs> so now man. you know. That mm-hmm. sucks. Mm-hmm. Good system. <laughs> All right. Hi, Kevin. You've just won yourself a case of Trogues Perpetual at Trogues Artisanal Meets Mechanical in a state of IPA they call Perpetual. Uh, and you got that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I don't really don't know. Yeah, I can tell. Yeah, yeah. see, so you got that. Yeah. You got, All right, I'm going to play another movie. We're going to play another movie. Kevin. <laughs> this one? Yep. What movie is this food clip from as we're doing The Connoisseur? You're going to start your day off with a nice big breakfast. Here we go. Sit down. Here's some pancakes and eggs and sausage and some good crisp bacon. All right, 215-263-WMMR. It's kind of a tough one. Yeah. We'll see if you can get this one. All right. Um, Order up. All right. A chicken tender or a chicken finger? Oh, man. What is the difference? I don't know. You don't know. Uh, Chicken tenders... Hang on a second. Are chicken I, fingers smaller than chicken tenders? I think chicken tenders are flattened. More yeah. They use those little flattening... Um, the tenderizer. Hammer tenderizer. Yeah. It's it's the tenderizer. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm not a chef, bro. That's okay, yeah. bro. I've never right. seen a hammer. Uh, the word tender doesn't simply describe a succulent strip of meat. According to The Kitchen a website, it refers to a particular cut of chicken located at the bottom of the breast. So, when you get whole chicken breast, without the bone, boneless chicken breast. When you take them out, you'll notice there's a little dangly piece 
underneath right the, below the, the, the chicken, chicken knocker. Mm. That's that's right below the chicken knocker. <laughs> okay, that's the that's the tender. Yeah, I, and I sometimes leave them on. Sometimes I'll cut it off. Yeah. and cook that separately. Um, just because it, it cooks unevenly with the rest of the chicken breast. It is. Is it wrong? So uh, whether it be chicken tenders, which is when we uh, like uh, we go to any uh, sporting event, you know, uh, at the Wells Fargo or Aramark, those yeah. are chicken. Fingers. Fingers that we're getting, correct? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, I love them. I, I, the, what's, what's the restaurant chain in town that's... Uh, it's Raising Cane's. Yeah. I, it's they're, it's okay. Really? I, I, yeah, I've had it. You uh, didn't like it? I, a lot of hype on... Uh, a lot of hype, man. Yeah. A lot of hype. I on, don't, on the dipping sauces? Well, so that's the thing. Like, it's... The dipping sauce is really the star of the show, not yeah. the chicken itself. Hmm. Well, and, like, uh, it should be the chicken itself. It should be the chicken. Is that what you're saying? Are you a, yeah. are you a chicken uh, you, finger fan? I mean, I'm a chicken fan. That's the only protein I really eat, so I have to be a chicken finger fan. But wait, so so it solely is that piece of meat. That's what makes it the tender. The tender. And then what are the others? I'll explain. Let me me expand a little bit on the tender for a moment. The pectoralis minor or inner fillet measures about an inch and a half wide and five inches long on an average bird, making it the perfect size for nestling into a basket of french fries and dipping sauce. Whole tenders are usually served fried, but they don't have to be. A chicken tenderloin that's uh, sautéed in lemon sauce or skewed and grilled is technically still a tender, but it still may be a harder sell for younger diners because they want the fried right. you know, thing. So chicken fingers, on the other hand, are defined by the preparation rather than the cut. The dish is traditionally made by slicing chicken breast into strips. So the label chicken strip can also apply to this. Okay. Uh, you bread them and, yeah, then baby. You, and then you deep fry them. Chicken strip. Ch- strip chicken strip. Go, baby. Uh, some heavily processed chicken fingers. That's it. Love it. Love it, Clucky. Uh, so- <laughs> Let's see some chicken knocker. Let those feathers fly. That's right. You're a filthy bitch. Yeah. Wow. I guess I got out of hand. Uh, So, heavily processed chicken fingers may be made. Filthy chicken bitch. (laughs) Happy birthday, Gene. Yeah. (laughs) May be made from separate chicken bits and pieces that have been molded into strips as well. Okay. Uh, So, those are the more processed ones, Kathy. Yeah. The meat inside a chicken finger could be even uh, could even be a whole tenderloin, a chicken uh, tender. Uh, All fried chicken tenders qualify. As fingers, but not all chicken fingers are tenders. Hence this article, which mm-hmm. tried yes. to break it down. And I, I think I mentioned to you, even after reading it all, I didn't quite decipher yeah. what they were saying. I uh, and we haven't talked about chicken nuggets yet, and I want to do. Uh, they are a different category entirely. Yeah, I have some information on that. Okay, because I want chicken uh, the shapes. Uh, well, not the shapes, okay. but if you took a chicken finger and you sh- and you shrunk it so it was bigger than a nugget, you could call it a chicken fugget. And it was it's in between a uh, a finger and a yeah. nugget. Uh, At that moment, in case you know he'd gone too far. Uh, I did not. Bill is in the studio, and yeah. he looked very nervous when Casey said I just that. said fug it. F-U-G-G-I-E-T, right, yeah. which is a, a combination That's of a, a finger and a nugget. Anyway. Like the funky chicken. Uh, chicken nuggets are a different category entirely. They are much easier for the average person to identify. They're basically fingers, but instead of long strips, they're shaped into bite-sized, irregular morsels. Mm. Chicken nuggets are also... I love that word, morsels. Uh, Bill also just t- put his uh, phone on uh, on vibrate. <laughs> did you call him? I did not. I Hang did on. not. I did not. All right, oh. Bill Weston, Man About Town, is oh, indeed hey. here. Play his music. I Hang on a second. Come on. We can't, Come on. We can't do it. Okay. 
All right, hi, Bill. Are we? Uh, we're in the connoisseur. Yes. Yes. yes the beloved uh, morning show segment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, sweeping uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Well, this this is a food related uh, story. Oh. Wow. Oh, well, we're not okay. done with fuggage yet. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. You're going to say that a few more times yeah, just yeah, to yeah. say what? Beat that dead horse, <laughs> right? Till it freaking dies a holy death on the side of the road. Or do you want headphones, Bill? Yeah, yeah. yeah. the headphones on. Go ahead, Bob. We're going to give yeah. these to you. And then what is that? Wait, just hang on. I want you to deliver the, uh, the food story. Yeah. Well, it's Kathy, Kathy's birthday. Oh, okay. So I, she gets to do it. I just delivered it to Kathy. Okay. Hang on. What's it say? Well, she's pre-reading it, so. Okay. It's a birthday e-gift. Please enjoy your birthday lunch or bar tab on me. Feel free to talk on air uh, at nauseum about the restaurant in hopes of getting a free dessert. <laughs> or they name a sandwich after you. Happy birthday. Oh! <laughs> It's a $50 gift card to Redstone. Yeah, Redstone! Oh, Shut up! Thank you so much. But I don't even need this because I don't pay there. <laughs> Just kidding. Because of all the free commercials. Oh, that's Bill gives Kathy a hard time for talking about Redstone so much because they don't advertise here on WMMR. Why don't they? That's a good question. Because we get it for free. Yeah. 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 Right? Why would True. they? Yeah. That's very nice of you. Bill. Yeah. So oh, the uh, the codicil or the uh, the addendum to the story is that like maybe twelve months ago, my wife and I went to Redstone for the first time. What'd you think? It was a nice restaurant. Yeah, She's yeah. asked to go back, but they were closed for a while. For yeah, they had a fire, oh. yeah. and they just reopened last week, which I announced yesterday on the show. No, that's funny, Bill, because when you were there, they didn't have Along a fire. With the daily special, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where they got so anyway. Happy birthday! All right, thank you, Bill. Oh, in for a quick moment and a birthday <laughs> gift for Kathy. That's, That's very nice. nice. That's All right, we will see if you can identify the movie in this clip. Here we go. You're going to start your day off with a nice big breakfast. Here we go. Sit down. Here's some pancakes and eggs sausage and some good crisp bacon and of course Hamstake. All right, what movie is that clip from? We'll go to Danny to see if we can get it. Hey, Danny. Hey, bitches. Hey, what? Hey. All right, Danny. <laughs> what, what movie is that from, bud? That would be Pleasantville. Pleasantville <laughs> is correct. Hang on just a second, and here's what we have for you, Danny. A case of Trogues Perpetual. At Trogues, artisanal meets mechanical in a state of IPA they call Perpetual. All right, we're going to wrap that up. That is the last bit for the connoisseur Yeah, this week, dear friends. And we'll gather some more, and we'll uh, get together another time and share our food stories with you. Uh, we will take a break. We will come back in a second. More Bizarre File stories are on the way. And don't forget, we give away our Word of the Week prize this morning. Could be you that wins it. Stick around. MMRBQ 2023, starring Shine Down, Billy Idol, and maybe you. That's right. The Preston and Steve side stage is back with Jackie Bam Bam spinning, PNS pals Don McCloskey playing live, and live band karaoke with Sidearm. And if you want to join them on stage, submit a video of your best performance at WMMR.com. We'll post the best ones and let the votes decide. Don't miss the fun in the games and great live bands at MMR's annual music festival. Grab tickets at Ticketmaster starting at 25 bucks, and join us September 16th. At Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. Text MMRBQ to 39333 for a link to all the details or hit up WMMR.com. MMRBQ 2023 from 933 WMMR. Sponsored by Acme. Fresh foods, local flavors. Also by Pro Team Collision and Sequoia Outback. Friday morning, I just heard Casey go, whoop. 
Yeah. Uh, he's, got oh. he's got something coming up. Yeah, I'm going to have a kanger. Kanger? A kanger. Oh, my uh, God. Casey's going to have a kanger. Huh. You know, talking on a microphone without having my headphones on is really rough. It's a yeah. different experience. You occasionally drop a kanger. Casey does <laughs> do. not have uh, his headphones on, no. Uh, <clears> he's not having a kanger. He's having a camera. Camera. Anybody else having a camera shoved in their high knee today? Casey's you, getting a little peek in the butt. Later on. I, you'll be fine. You know, you're, you're no pro here. That, in fact, that's I think that's a that's a lighter level thing than some of the options that you could have, yeah. right? Involving a camera. Yeah, you'll be okay. I'll be okay. I, actually, I found uh, not to jump inside <laughs> here. Press it down the uh, endoscopy down the nose. Oh, that sucks worse. Yes, I agree. All right. Anyhow, oh, okay. we could go on for a while. We have to get our final look at traffic. Let's go ahead and do that now. Kathy, what's going on? Ninety-five northbound jams from the airport to Broad Street. That's left lane construction. That's taking Taking place south from Academy to Cotman. The Vine westbound slows 8th to Broad, the Ben Franklin Parkway to the Schuylkill eastbound from the Ben Franklin Parkway to Broad Street. Uh, delays on the Schuylkill eastbound go from the Blue Road into Belmont, the Boulevard to the Vine. Westbound side from City to Belmont. New Jersey Turnpike northbound at Heightstown. There's an accident off to the left shoulder. If this- you're, you've got your kanger with you, pull over and take a picture. <laughs> This traffic report brought to you by America's Best Contacts and Eyeglasses. Look sharp, shop smart, visit America's Best for a comprehensive eye exam plus two pairs of glasses starting at just $79.95. Book an exam at americasbest.com. That's americasbest.com. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. I like the sound of that word. Kanger reminds me of pajanger. I was, yeah, or it's something like, you know... I think of canker sore when yeah, I hear that, but right. kanger is like, uh, dude, dude, we're getting we're getting like ten kangers tonight. It is going to be everyone's coming over. Core, yeah, yeah. Get yeah. a room, yeah. get a room because you, you, we're going to we're going to do ten kangers tonight, or it's a total kanger tonight, man. <laughs> total kanger. Uh huh. All right, um, time for the bizarre file here. Wait, wait, a kanger is a real thing. Nick just pulled it up on Wikipedia. It is an earthen pot woven around with wicker filled with hot embers used by Kashmiris beneath their traditional clothing uh, to keep the chill at bay. It's a little heating unit. Uh, We have something different. That you wear in cashmere. So this up here is a electric cigarette, it appears to be. What is it? Yeah, yeah, it's a, a, kanger. a vape of some sort. Kanger 7,000 pod system. A, a Shenzhen Kanger. <laughs> okay. All right. It's a so vape thing. You're, I, having I like, what, you're having an electric cigarette shoved up your ass. I like this more traditional uh, heating unit that uh, that they use in Kashmir. It's like, it's like the, uh, the, it's from, from the old country. Very exotic. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, all right. Kanger, everybody. Let's do the Bizarre File. <laughs> no. Bizarre. WMMR. Presents Kristen and Steve's A wealthy banker has gone viral for a speech that he made at his engagement party in northern Italy uh, when 64-year-old Massimo Sergei grabbed the microphone at the lavish soiree and his 150 high-society guests uh, while they were there. They were likely expecting a doting and besotted speech dedicated to his fiancée, Christina Siamandi. What they got instead was a rant filled with allegations of cheating, both sexual and emotional. Oh, why don't I ever get weddings like that? And Serge stating that he didn't like being seen as a cuckold. (laughs) He began by saying... You should try it. I want to give you, Christina, the freedom to love, specifically to love another person, a notable lawyer who she clearly cares about more than me. Wow. He said, dear Christina... I know how much you are in love with him mentally and sexually. I know that before him, you had a relationship.
relationship with an industrialist acquaintance. He said, don't think it pleases me to look like a cuckold in front of you all. Christina is so good at telling her truth that I couldn't leave her alone to narrate the reason why I'm ending our life together tonight. Wow. Yeah, he went on to say, uh, it's a battle. I know you've been doing kangers with other men. Story of infidelity, even premarital. I'm so disappointed I am heartbroken. Uh, She stood awkwardly right beside him (laughs) as he delivered his scathing list of accusations in front of their friends and family. Since the verbal attack, Simondi has reportedly engaged attorneys to potentially sue her former fiancé for reputational damage and for subjecting her to very serious attacks on social media and threats from Italian citizens. That's a ballsy move. Yes, Simondi's attorney, Claudio Strata, said that her former partner had intentionally humiliated her. Uh, The letter was read out in front of dozens of people and it was captured in a video that was sent... That's not cool, bro. uh, To newspapers, he said, we don't think this was improvised. Uh, Sergei He's holding a a script in front of him. Denied publishing the video as well as allowing it to be filmed in the first place. So, yeah, that's uh, that's a pretty public way to go about ending things at the wedding. The best thing I ever saw, like, uh, close to that at a wedding was a guy got a little aggressive with the, the garter belt. Okay. And uh, the husband freaked out and actually cold cocked the guy. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That'd be a good one to see, too. That's pretty cool. (laughs) Uh, In Springfield, Missouri, a woman was arrested for first-degree arson after the fire department says she poured gasoline on some clothes, lit a spicy tortilla chip, and started a fire at the home. Uh, Patricia Williams. I I like tortilla chips. I do, too. I wouldn't set them on fire. No. We did put Doritos in a campfire not that long ago, and it works great. Uh, yes, it does. They are they, kindling. They sp- uh, right, yeah. 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 As, as it helping to start the fire, to help it exactly. begin. Uh, Patricia Williams. Tortillas didn't start the fire. Is being held in county jail for arson and other warrants. Police arrived at the scene, saw smoke coming from the back door while people standing out in front. The witnesses stated Williams started a fire and she was placed under arrest. The witnesses inside the house saw Williams pour gasoline from a soda bottle onto clothes and the floor of the laundry room. She then lit uh, Takis tortilla chips on oh, fire oh, and tossed them into the laundry room. <laughs> the, the super hot. Yeah, there's some in the office right now if you want uh, to. Be. Nope. Uh, three people were inside the house at the time of the fire. All escaped the house with no injuries. Williams was seen on gas station surveillance footage prepaying for $2 worth of gasoline. This woman looks like uh, underwear where the elastic band has gone too limp. Yeah. <laughs> Williams admitted to police that she started the fire intentionally. Uh, she said she used the chips because she knew they would support combustion. I'm very up on my reactions in chemistry. Because of the grease content. Her next uh, appearance is in September, so she's got to go. Uh, let's see. A man drove into a swimming pool after a hit and run on Wednesday. According to police, the driver was suffering from a mental health episode when he was driving a truck and uh, he hit a Honda Accord with it. Officers say the truck failed to stop after the crash. The truck went down a hill, through a fence, and wow. into a pool. And before the truck went into the pool, the driver jumped from the be- from the vehicle and then into a nearby pond. <laughs> so he avoided getting wet and then jumped into the pond. Yes. Susan Garcia was outside when she heard a cracking sound. When she went to investigate, she couldn't believe what she saw. She said, once I got to the bridge, I saw that gray pickup truck coming at a decent pace. I seen it. I realized. (laughs) (laughs) I realized it was coming down the hill. In the meantime, I saw some guy yelling, running down the hill, and then into the pond. (laughs) Okay. All right. Uh, 
The, and then I went back inside. The driver was transported to the hospital for treatment of a mental health crisis. I do have a question about hit and runs and the legality of it all because I saw a video, Kathy, it was in Delco, where uh, these people got into a car accident. Uh, the one woman started beating the crap out of the other woman. And the other woman got in the car and just drove away. Like At that point, I think it's okay for you to leave the scene if you're being beaten. Yeah. Okay. I would think. Right? I would think if you're being attacked, you have the legal uh, right to protect yourself. Mm -hmm. So I don't think that would qualify as a hit and run if you had stopped and then were attacked. Right. Uh, Police are working to identify a man accused of robbing a store with some interesting companions. He had three parrots sitting on him while he did it. (laughs) This is in Virginia. Around 8 a.m. on August. Shoot him! 22nd, the suspect pulled a knife oh. uh, near the McDonald's and took off with an undisclosed amount of money. Uh, the suspect was described as a Hispanic man between 28 and 32 years old with tattoos. Uh, detectives reviewed surveillance video from 7-Eleven that showed the suspect wearing a black cowboy hat with two parrots on top. Any identifying features? A patterned shirt and a third parrot on his shoulder. We're looking at it. It's in, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And, and he it committed like a, a circus act. He committed a crime with this, a robbery. Uh, the suspect Were they his lookouts? Left the area in a blue Ford SUV with any information. Uh, people are asked to call police. Maybe because one could be facing backwards. Uh, you know what? If they are, <laughs> you could conceivably interrogate the, the parrots. If they're vocal, uh, really? Yeah, you think they could? Absolutely, uh, they could give you a full um, yeah. rundown Absolutely. of what happened. Wow! I saw it all. <laughs> and then one last story. Let's go with this: a jet ski rider who has been detained since he was washed up on South Korea's coast is believed to be a Chinese dissident who feared for his safety and fled by crossing hundreds of miles of sea, trailing barrels of fuel behind him on a jet ski. Hundreds of miles. Wow. Wow. Uh, The Coast Guard said in a statement that a Chinese man in his 30s tried to illegally enter the country by riding a jet ski from the Shandong area of China. I lost my parrot. An eastern province around 200 miles away across the Yellow Sea. He was detained and was being investigated for breaching immigration law. The Coast Guard quoted the man as saying that he left China on his own jet ski, wearing a life vest and a helmet and carrying a navigator. Navigator and binoculars. That's he amazing. also carried five fuel containers that were about seven gallons each, uh, tying them to the jet ski to make sure that he had enough fuel to reach South, uh, South Korea. That's crazy. Uh, the agency and said then he pulled it off. It had to rescue the man from the muddy shore late that night as it got a request for a uh, the Navy to track a jet ski stuck in the area. Uh, the man who lived in South Korea before he had visited the area several times, um, the Coast Guard said, had uh, been handed to the police authorities the previous day. Pretty, mm. pretty ballsy. Yeah. Hundreds of miles on a jet ski. All right, and there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file. So we shall take a quick break. We'll come back in a second, see if you've been listening, paying attention. Lesson question is coming up as well as trash and music news. We'll be right back. Don't you hate it when some jerk on the radio says, Hey, Alexa, open MMR. Uh, did it work? No? Okay, well, maybe, hey, Alexa, wake me up to WMMR every day at 6 a.m. And if that didn't work, just know that you can do that anytime yourself. You're welcome. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. 
Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at Acme Swoopin' and Win Game.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Window Nation, you feeling the heat, mm, are you? High temps aren't the only thing that are getting you hot under the collar. Wait till you see those energy bills. The solution, call my friends at Window Nation for new energy-efficient windows. And right now you get 50% off any style window. Bows, bays, double-hung sliders, 50% off. Plus zero down, zero payments, and 0% interest for 24 months. And this week only, you can receive an additional 10% off. 866-90NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them we sent you. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. A Friday morning. We got, you know, maybe some pockets of rain happening today. Uh, later this afternoon, it's supposed to be some, and maybe later tonight, too, depending on where you are. High about 83 degrees. Tomorrow, we're looking at partly cloudy skies. 87 are high. I don't know if there's any showers being called for in certain areas or not. I certainly hope not, because it's a Saturday. And then partly cloudy on Sunday, high of 83. So there's your weekend. Uh, we do have something to give away via the lesson question. We're going to give away a $50 cash card from uh, Ahsoka. Let's see if you know the answer to this question. What does Gene Simmons like to call chicken strippers. <laughs> that was not that long ago. It was no. about 9.45 did that. Alright, 215-263-WMMR. If you were listening and you heard Gene Simmons talking to the chicken strippers, what does he like to call them? 215-263-WMMR. While you call, we will do the trash. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Alright, brought to you this morning by Rita Soak up summer at Rita's with a refreshing frozen lemonade to pucker up as these frozen lemonades are available in four delicious, fun flavors. But get to Rita's quick as they are here only for a limited time. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Britney Spears revealing that her impending divorce will not change her autobiography, which is due for release next month. Spears says, luckily, while writing the book, she completely forgot she was married. <laughs> Attorney Brian Friedman blasting NBC, claiming the network manufactures mental instability by applying reality show cast members with alcohol while depriving them of food and sleep. NBC is countering, saying they do have a reality show that doesn't do any of that called Meet the Press. Oh, my God. And finally, Kevin Costner's estranged wife, Christine Baumgartner, claiming the actor is worth four times more than when she initially signed that prenup agreement. Costner's attorney responded to the observation with the terse suck it. Wow. <laughs> and All righty, let's go over here and see if somebody knows the answer to this question. Um, what does Gene Simmons like to call chicken strippers? 215-263-WMMR, and I will go to Debbie to try to get the answer. Hi there, Debbie. Hey, hey Debbie. Hey. Okay. Happy Friday. Happy oh. Friday to you. No sad, bro. All right, so what does Gene Simmons like to call chicken strippers? Yeah, filthy chicken bitches. Yeah, hang on a second. Burn Troyer likes that. Debbie, we are going to set you up. You get yourself a $50 cash card, and that's from Ahsoka. New episodes streaming Wednesdays only on Disney+. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. 
brought to you by Dermatology Associates of Plymouth Meeting. Recruiting for an eczema study to test a topical medication. Ages 2 and older can register. Compensation may be available for time and travel. Plymouth Meeting Dermatology.com. So Avenged Sevenfold has a lot to celebrate this week. Their 10-year-old single, Hail to the King, has now been certified triple platinum. Wow. Uh, for sales of 3 million units. Yeah, that's huge. Just a lot, they, they have a hardcore fan base. It took the band eight years to sell the first million. And the second platinum was achieved just two years ago. Another song from the same album, This Means War, just certified gold, and that equals sales of half a million. Uh, when the album first came out in 2013, it debuted at number one on the Billboard 200 chart. So a big week for them. Stained has released a new song. It's called In This Condition, and it's from their upcoming album, Confessions of the Fallen. Uh, Confessions will be their first release since 2011 and will be out on September 22nd. What happened? And I fell. Uh, Stained is currently on the road with Godsmack and will begin solo dates next month. David Coverdale is celebrating the 50th anniversary of his Deep Purple debut with a special version of the Purple album. White Snake's tribute to his three-year tenure, by the way, with the legendary group. Uh, this newly remixed, remastered, and expanded edition of the 2015 album features previously unreleased recordings, including the very demo that secured Coverdale's spot with Deep Purple. How old is he now? He's got to be 70s, right? Late 70s? He was 21 and joined Deep Purple in 73. So someone do the math and figure that out. 71. 71 years old. Wow. Uh, David Coverdale, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. He went on to record <laughs> three classic albums alongside the Rock and Roll Hall of Famers before forming Whitesnake a few years later. I don't think I knew he was in Deep Purple. Yeah, he had a, he had a short run with them. Okay. And I, I don't know any... Honestly, Nick, any songs that, that he's saying uh, with the band. The Purple Album Special Gold Edition will be released on October 13th, and a new remix of Burn is available now. Uh, and Bob Dylan is paying it forward. The inaugural Bob Dylan Center Songwriter Fellowship is offering a 40000 project stipend. I guess $40,000 project stipend. Yes, man. Plus present, presentation opportunities, dedicated time with Bob Dylan Archive and recording time at Leon Russell's Historic Church Studio in Tulsa. What? What? It's a great opportunity. Great opportunity to come out and be a part of something special. Bingo. Something like that. Wow. That was really good. Uh, two songwriters will be chosen by a panel that includes John Mellencamp, Patty Griffin, and others. And you can enter now through October. Nobody from the Family Guy? October 18th. Nobody from the Family Guy. Um, Leon Ross, are you a fan? He's a songwriter and he was... I, I only know a couple of songs. I've, I've uh, been experimenting or listening to. It's not like I have a Bunsen burner while I'm doing this. Uh, listening to some of his stuff. And he's really what an accomplished songwriter. I, I mainly know Highwire. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Um, Song but, for you, he wrote. I know that him, he and like John Lennon were good friends. Elton and John yeah. adored him. Yeah, so. <laughs> That's them surprising him on his birthday. He knew a guy named Larry, too. Yeah, he, actually, yeah. he didn't like him very much. No. no. F you, Larry. <laughs> I don't want you at my party. 
But it's Buddy Carl. Very, very happy yeah. to see him. Yeah. Carl, good to see you. Okay. <laughs> and Budweiser. No. Uh, one final bit of music news. The FM band, Kyle Max. Yeah. Got some gigs this weekend. And if you love to have a good time and you love live music and you want to hear some really great singers and musicians, you need to go see them. They're playing tonight at the Center Bar at Live Casino. Live Casino. Yep. And that's the casino. at 9 p.m. at the Casino. So if you want to go check them out. And then Saturday, 8 p.m., Keenan's Irish Pub at North Wildwood. Is, is this, this has a, been a long Keenan's run for uh, Yeah, they only have two dates left, I believe. Wow. I was telling me that they will play before the summer's up. Um, and you can come party. He says, he, he Kyle wrote this note, come party with Grin and Greg. Oh, oh Greg right. Monahan. He told me, yeah, Monahan's yeah, going to be there. I, Monahan has sent me pictures <laughs> while he's there watching the FM band. Man. And Greg is our, our graphics guy. He's, he's good. Greg, Greg, the graphics guy. And the dude is forever young. He is just, yeah. he will be partying till he dies. dies. I, I don't yes. care yeah. how hard you think you party. <laughs> it's Greg, nothing. Greg is. Compared to him. <laughs> he just loves to tear yeah. it up. And yep. you, you'll you see him. You'll see him. He's smiling, happy, dancing, yeah. beer in the air. He'll Always. come over and hug you. He's the best. And like, I, I'm, you know, like, you look at somebody like that and I'm like, God, I wonder what his wife thinks. She's right next to him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, that's the (laughs) FM band this weekend. F the band. (laughs) F that band. All right, we're going to take a break, come back in a second, and wrap up the program and give away our Word of the Week prize. Stay with us. Return in a moment. As the kids get ready to go back to school here at 93.3 WMMR, we're once again honing our skills in the art of alphabetizing. MMR's Back to School A to Z returns. It's a can't-miss annual tradition where we play back thousands of different songs, alphabetically by title. It's two weeks' worth of no-repeat hits, album tracks, those oh-wow songs, and many titles of dubious artistic merit. Preston and Steve kick it off next Thursday at 9 a.m. MMR is back to school A to Z. From the station that doesn't feel tardy, 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. A Friday morning. A no sad bro to you. We're heading into the weekend. Uh, Kathy, before we do all our end of show stuff, you said there's a, is there some nasty traffic on the Spookwood Expressway? No, I, I, I mean, yeah, there's an accident, but I'm not sure where that came from. I don't know. That we, I think you guys overheard me on the phone, and I was not uh, talking about that. But, um, yes, there is actually an accident. It's off to the shoulder at the Conchhocken Curve. Um, so it is a little jammed there, but it's off to the shoulder. So hopefully they'll get okay. that out soon. All right. Just checking on that. All right. Uh, I would like to thank uh, the following people for being on our program. Mr. Connor Barwin yeah. was here this morning. And we thank him for stopping in. The 2023 Make the World Better Benefit concert is tomorrow night. Features Alex G and Always. And it's at the Dell Music Center. And tickets start at just $25. And you can get tickets through Ticketmaster, and uh, his foundation is great. They build parks. They uh, really, I mean, like, big-time stuff. Tangible, real yeah. results. Uh, he's a uh, great... Uh 
person to have in our community. He's so, a worldly known good guy. He is a worldly known good guy for sure, Connor Barwin. And uh, Jared Freed, yeah. who is promoting his new Netflix comedy special, 37 and Single, and he's going to be at the Met, I think it's October, or no. Uh, oh, no, it's the Fillmore. The Fillmore, thank you. And I think it's October 20th. So, uh, great to talk to him. So, uh, awesome having him on the show. And I want to mention this as well. Our second stop that we had on the cooling caravan this morning with Duncan uh, was at uh, DFT Incorporated in Exton. Thank you to Linda Beal for submitting. They had about 60 staff workers oh, wow, out there. Oh, that's excellent. Yeah. Uh, so we set them up with some free iced coffee this morning. The MM Army stopped by, and uh, we appreciate Duncan getting on board, as always, because uh, you got pumpkin at Duncan now. If you haven't heard, Duncan's pumpkin lineup is indeed back. And don't forget to order your Duncan seasonal favorites, including the pumpkin spice signature latte, the pumpkin donut, the nutty pumpkin coffee, and more, and Philly and the Preston Steve Show run on Duncan, so we thank them for everything. And Monday we're doing it again, right? Uh, we are doing it one more time. Yeah, yeah. you can go to PrestonSteve.com and sign up for your uh, workplace. If you guys uh, have a job site, you're outside, you got workers out, and you want a little cooling love, we can do that for you. All right, we need to do the letter of the day, so let's fire it up. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. The Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter T, as in Tickle Me Elmo. Two one five two six three WMMR, and we now have a word, and we'll take caller number five at two one five two six three WMMR, and see if you indeed know that word. And if so, and you're caller number five, then we got a prize over here for you. So call right now two one five two six three WMMR. Let's see what else do we do at this particular time. We usually find out what Pierre's got. Why don't you guess what he has coming? He'll be in my bed. He's got some workforce blocks coming up. Yeah, absolutely. I bet he's got MMR's concert calendar. Uh-huh. I will bet he will do things like this day in, in, uh, in the world of yeah. rock right. and so on. But I, I don't know much I've about got, nothing. Got cool things. Cool, cool things. things. Ah. Pierre Robert is here. I have great blocks. Of music. Exactly. <laughs> right. yes. Tons of stuff. I And I'll have things. And right. people. And people. Uh-huh. And, oh, here it comes, my little present. I will have a blocks of Ghost because um, they're playing tonight. Oh, okay, yeah. At the FM Center. And I have a pair of tickets to give away. A block of Elvis Costello and a block of Judas Priest. Oh, uh, yes. Rob Halford's birthday. That's right. And I'm going to premiere a brand new song from The Killers. Oh, no way. Now that's interesting. I've got that coming up. And I've got a brand new song from Paul Rogers of Bad Company and Free Fame. And we're going to talk to him next week. And he's got a new solo album coming out. So, So Preston, you pretty much guessed it spot on. Yep, I got it. it Nailed it. And I'm going to do... Kathy's fall activities. Hey, can uh-huh. I, I have a question about Kathy. Nick, can you pull up on our Instagram yeah. account? There's a picture of Kathy. Yeah. What is that? What the hell is that? Is that supposed to be you dead? No, no it's a baby. No, no, no. Like she's no, in bed. No. You read it. Did you read it? 540 months Loves margaritas, hates people, 82523. So, I don't get it. So I knew you wouldn't get it. Uh, yeah. So you know how they put they do babies' pictures and they do how the months they are and what they love at that time in their life? No, I didn't hate. know they do that. Okay. Yes. Okay. And so that's what that is. 
it looks like you're wrapped up in a shroud and well, there, or, and, and a viewing. There were other photos that really looked like I was dead. Most <laughs> most, cor- most corpses don't look that happy. Though. I mean, it, they, they, she looks great. Yeah, you know, she you know how people say that smile. when they go, "Wow, she looks, looks wonderful." So good, boy. I ain't yeah. look just like he did in life. Uh, no, he no, didn't. She's no, he dead. didn't. Look, Preston, look up at the screen. Um, you see. This is what they do with babies. See, yeah, I didn't know this. Yeah, I, 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 I see a lot of those on my Instagram feed, and it's all the rage. Yeah, they're all, yeah, they're all over the place. I don't see those on my Instagram. You know who did it? Um, the, the Gallo. Um, our, our friend. Ashley yeah, Marie Gallo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, anyone with a baby does it. They, you know, yeah. they track their growth and um, what they, you know, what they like at, at that stage in their life. And so um, I worked with uh, Haley Rose Photography. She is um, a wonderful person. Uh, if you're ever looking for a photographer for anything, she's I'm sure great. she's great. But this is really weird. <laughs> and, and I know she means well, but it, for an adult. No, this it was looks my weird. idea. Okay. What is it supposed to it's signify? It's a joke, Preston. Her birthday. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just so Kathy's saying when, when people do this with their babies, they put on their, uh, something like, you know, loves music or, Correct. or read through the comments. Yeah. Everyone gets it. You're the only one that doesn't. <laughs> what I, don't, I, I don't get well, it You're either. telling me it's, it's a bad us. idea. You're, you're, you just put down the photographer that did it. I didn't want I'm that I'm not to putting down the photographer that did it. I thought it was uh, the beautiful photograph, was wonderful job. Beautiful photography, beautiful model. Kathy, I just don't quite. I'd keep Preston's car. <laughs> It's like the reality show. I'm not showing that. Uh, yeah, so we, um, yeah, we did this the other day. We had so much fun. We were hysterical laughing doing it. But there are photos where, because in some, you know, the babies sometimes are sleeping. So we did a few sleeping photos. Oh, that's adorable. And you look dead. that looked like I was full on in a casket and dead. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at actual babies and that's really cute. That is a, that is a cute concept. I do like that. Yours is weird. And Kathy's also wearing a sweater that says tacos and tequilas. I yes. like that. Because yeah. of her birthday. Yeah. Two favorite things. I know. All right. Don't you think I know? Uh, that's her husband over here. Married. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. How many years? Seven years. 47 yeah. years. Yeah. yeah. 47. I love you, punch. I love you, too. All right. Oopsie, let's boopsie. Yeah, rescue you from that uh, diamond dance place. Go to caller number five here, who is Matt. Hey, okay. Matt, good morning. Presbo, good morning, it. Good morning to see you. What's our word of the week, buddy? Spot. Spot is correct, yes. Great day in the morning! Yes! Coo-coo-ca-choo! Uh, that is correct, Matt. We're going to set you up, buddy. we got a one. Uh, wait, we no, here's what we have. We have a pair of floor tickets as MMR presents Greta Van Fleet, the Starcatcher World Tour. Starcatcher! Which is Tuesday, September 19th at the Wells Fargo Center. We're also going to give you a backstage tour and a guitar signed by the band. All right, the my band. man? That is yuck. Excellent. Sick. Sick. All right, Matt, hang on the line. We'll get your information. We'll set you up. Don't forget that tickets are on sale now via Ticketmaster. Complete details at WMMR.com. We now thank our sponsors. The Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today by Duncan. And the Preston and Steve Show runs on Duncan. And also brought to you by Trinity Rehab. Locations all over and now open in King of Prussia. Trinity-Rehab.com. Next week on our program, uh, Brandon Marsh. Yeah. The Phils. Oh, Terrific. Is he stopping in here, Nick? No, he can't come in. He's on the phone. <sighs> okay. Well, we will talk to Brandon. He's awesome, so can't wait to chat with him. Uh, comedian uh, Giancar- uh, Gianmarco Soresi. Yes. And Ari Spears. Nice. Uh, I love Ari Spears. Ari's is great. We love having him on. All right, so that's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great weekend, and we will see you later, friend. Bye-bye.
When you save on auto insurance for driving safe with USAA SafePilot, you'll feel like a big deal. Even in a traffic jam. Save up to 30% with USAA SafePilot. Restrictions apply. 